This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Ooh, good stats. This Week in League, it is looking increasingly likely that the Eels won't see any semis again this year. In a blow to cunts with shit haircuts, Ryan James and his new do top the Dally M voting as it goes dark. If only Amy Winehouse had been stripped of her captaincy after she said no, no, no to rehab. And we preview all the action for round 17 of the 2016 NRL season. All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 228 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. What's happening, my man? Buddy, just uh, good to be back uh, in the chair over here again. It's been a week of getting over the AIDS I had last week. (laughs) (laughs) Watching Tom Hanks movies. (laughs) And did that that help you you bring you closure or something? (laughs) I got what was rightfully mine. I got justice. (laughs) (laughs) And you're the captain again. <laughs> um, uh, thanks, uh, thanks for stopping by, everyone. Uh, thanks to our li- new listeners as well. Give us a shout out if you're new listener too, and we will give you a shout out in return to get you some uh, instant rugby league sweary friends on the Twitter machine. Um, Mailbag this week uh, had a couple of we're talking about you know, players didn't reach their potential. Uh, There's a couple of retur- recurring themes there. Um, uh, Tao Tao Monga was, was one of those, and uh, League underscore Fan 81 said uh, he was supposed to be the second coming of Izzy Folau while at the Roosters. I think injuries put a stop to that. I think he had two ACLs in like back to back, like, you know, short, yeah. short measure, which will yeah. fucking, you know, one of them, yeah. you know, there are people who haven't survived one of those. Uh, Special K Online said uh, Pee Wee Moke has to be the biggest never was. Never even made his debut. And, <laughs> That's a. F- that's a fairly accurate assumption, then. Yeah, and uh, he's and then he later tweeted and said, "Look, he's got a Wikipedia page. Have you ever seen a fucking player that's got a Wikipedia page that never fucking just based on hype, hype, and um, yeah, Jesus. hype and played for Samoa in like two thousand and five or something like that. From Fuck. he's he's never played first grade for any club. He's been at three clubs. He was at three clubs and he never played first grade. Never yeah, played for Samoa yeah. in, in two thousand and five. I think it was. Um, See that that name? I don't even. No, his name. It sounds like name. a fucking Hawaiian. It sounds like a Hawaiian dish. Yeah. Like, you know, like Pippi Cow, Pippi Cow or Chicken or, you know. Right. Like, a drink with an like umbrella. Like a loco. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah. Did he have, was it off-field issues or? <sighs> Fuck, I've I, I, I legit Act, never no, heard that. That would have guaranteed him a first grade spot in the yeah, NRL. I've, I've yeah. legit never, I've never heard that motherfucker's name, I swear to God. Wow. Um, the Biggest Tiger. All this talk about clubs blocking. Are there any clubs that we, are there any accounts that we have blocked? Look, honestly... Probably yes, but I don't recall off the top of my head. I do I do know that for a fact that like you know when you're on Twitter and you you're tweeting someone and then all of a sudden like some spammer account sort of picks up and like replies to that tweet and like tries and it tries to yeah. look like a human response yeah. to the tweet or whatever. Those cunts get blocked every like spam shit like every time. You've got to do it. Um Unfortunately you all you've done is like block the 10 Uzbekistani listeners that you had. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Because uh, of their shit broken English. Just fucking speak English, cunts. <laughs> <laughs> we speak England on this podcast, I'm, man. I'm Australian. <laughs> speak the Queens or fuck off. Yeah. And you see, like, the way that those... It, it's funny the, the way that the people who run those, um, those scam accounts... 
the way they think people are. Like you look in the um, things, it's always like a hot chick in the picture, and then the the profile always has like something like you know, like coffee ninja, something kind of you know, like you know yeah, what I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> and like, which, yeah, really. which is not a, not far off. Did you see the AI they put on Twitter? Oh, the one that um, Microsoft did. That was one. Was that the one that started calling people N words? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It was. It assessed what it read on Twitter and, beha- and adapted and its behaviour. How to adapt yeah. its behaviour, and it got very racist, <laughs> like, very like, quickly, like within a day, yeah. like like less than a day. Yeah, yeah. And, and not even like um, casual racism. Like it wasn't even going. I'm not racist, but yeah. it was talking about killing people because of the colour of their skin. It was yeah. fucked up. Which just goes to show how fucked the internet is because, I mean, if that's what a learning bot is going to pull out of it, what a cesspit we fucking live in. You know what? That, base, that would have made for a very interesting Terminator movie. <laughs> I want your clothes. Your boots. And my gerb. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure about the accounts we've blocked as in actual real people, but I'm sure that it, I'm sure it's happened. You know, I, I I endeavor not to to block people, especially with the Twill account because it's kind of a bit of free for all. You know, but you know there are people who are just fucking cunts. Yeah, who, see, and the only people I've ever blocked on Twitter are yep. other dead set bigots. Yeah. Um, and and they're the ones that aren't like having like they're not interested in having like this banter like back and forth or anything like that. they're just being absolute cunts to waste yeah. your time and like you know yeah. fuck that one one thing that I I try and hold myself to um, try it, don't always don't always do it in my daily yeah. life is that I might not agree with what a person says but I agree with your right to say it yeah I, I draw the line at you know obviously sick shit involving yeah. hurting kids or yeah. old people or yeah, so the the only people I've ever really blocked are the are the you know, the, the Westboro Baptist like yeah, yeah. people. I, I have I have the exact same philosophy. Um everyone is welcome to say their own shit, but I I too am welcome to mute you. And like <laughs> and when we talk about blocking, rarely block people. Muting. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I mute, <laughs> I, I mute people like a fucking. It's my pleasure, like, and it's I've got this internal fucking system for muting that I've got now because like Tweetbot lets you mute people for a day, a week, a month, yeah. forever, you know, nice. three months maybe, maybe there's a three month option. I'm not quite sure, and then forever, you know, pretty much. So I'm like, okay, <sighs> you're being fucking insufferable right now. I don't want to see your shit. You got a day. You've been sentenced <laughs> to a day. Ding, and then they come back. We go, okay, cool, we're all good. Do you it's do good. the 10 in the bin sign as you do it? Well, internally I do. Yeah, nice. Like, you know, like to the monitor I'll do it, and, you know, and, and, and then, you know, fucking dust off. <laughs> like, you know what, show that, you that cunt. That, that's your next invention. Yeah. That's how you get rich. You have the real life mute button. You have these tiny little things in your ears with a, a switch on your belt buckle, and you can press it. I got one of those already. It's his left hand. <laughs> But um, then then if someone comes back after a day, like a day is the standard one, and, and the day happens a lot for people if they you know they're likely to put spoilers up about you know things, just stuff like that. It's, like, it's not even like a. I fucking hate cunts that yeah. do that. 
like on on Mondays with Game of Thrones, like I'll be in fucking Game Thrones GOT. Like so, people would be saying something. No, I got a new car. It doesn't matter. You're fucking muted because because <laughs> I'm sorry you didn't pass the filter. Um, I'm not taking any motherfucking chances. Right? <laughs> HBO, like I'll oh, fucking mute everything. Um, but then like you know, someone might get a week for being like a really insufferable fucking idiot, and so they get a week, and then like then they come back, and they're still insufferable. So, all right, you're out on parole. You've reoffended while on parole. Now you've got a month. So, there you go, Tool Nation. Next week, everybody tweet Nate with spoilers with that show about royal chairs. <laughs> Except the finale's done now, so it's all good. Um, but, um, yeah, and then, like, I've had people muted for a month. And then I come back after a month, and it's just, like, instantly, like, I'm off. I can. T- I totally see why I muted you for a month. You're out on parole. You've reoffended. You're gonna go away for a little bit longer next time. It's like seeing a come from school ten years ago. Yeah, and 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 so and then yeah, and then people. That's that's when and people even don't get blocked in, but they do get unfollowed after that. If if you've had that many chances, like you know, to, and, yep. and and I'm finding you like it's clearly it's not working. Then <laughs> then you got to go. <laughs> And I'm not going to be like you know blocking you. I mean, you could, you're free to follow me or, or I'm following. I don't give a fuck. I don't get pressures about that shit. But um, you know, yeah, that's the other thing. People just get so. If someone can get blocked if they if they arc up about something, like if they arc up about something, I say if I call someone a retard or something like that. Mm. Don't ever arc up at me on Twitter about something I said on a service that you chose to follow what I say. It just don't follow. I don't give a fuck. Don't tell me your story though, because I don't care. Yeah. Well, yeah. not say what yeah, the fuck the, I want. It's a very famous story about Graham Kennedy. I don't know if I've, I've told you this one on, on the podcast. Tell before, it again, anyway. Yeah. There was a, a TV show he did where there were all these complaints letters that came in about the language and the content of his show. Yeah. And a lot of the letters were, you know, dear Channel Nine, <laughs> I was offended eighteen <laughs> times last night during the Graham Kennedy show. Yeah. And his response to that was, well, if I offended you more than once. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> why would you? Why, why stick around and allow given, me to do it? Yeah. Even back in those days, you actually had to get up and change the channel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if yeah. if something offends you, click the unfollow button. Yeah, it's all good. Song and dance. Yeah, I mean, if you if you if if you're still saying you know good stuff, then you're still going to get followed. But, anyway, uh, like but yeah, if your team's blocked you, very poor form. Un- oh, unless you like me. Did that happen last week's show? Or that happened. That's happened since no, last week. No, it was a couple show. of weeks. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't, I, I wasn't sure if it... I remember we were talking about one the, week and then the next it, week I was It blocked. wasn't even for anything... No, I don't even tweet them usually. Like, if uh, if you know who isn't blocked by Valentine Holmes, <laughs> no one should be blocked by their club. <laughs> I can't say I'm there, but there's some extra, there's some extra layers to that story that you don't oh, know as well. But I'm, Jesus. But they make it even funnier. <laughs> <laughs> but... Like I yeah I, I think it's yeah. hilarious. I want I want to see I want to see one of those tweets go through and then fucking, we, all I want to see is like Valentine's Holmes fave that tweet. That's all I want to see. He does that. Dude's instantly fucking legend. Or the the greatest would be if he got the guy's profile pic and set one back. <laughs> because honestly, like put yourself you're a player and like you know you're a good player and you had a great game or something and some dude said just things like oh my god I fucking you know you know I peeled all the skin off my dick I was masturbating so hard at that try he scores like, you know like I'd be like that's fucking hilarious like <laughs> good on you mate I'm like thinking like you, you, it's yeah. not threatening it's not offensive like yeah. you know like it's just yeah 
fuck it. Um, but yeah, like I've, I found out I'm, I'm blocked by the Cowboys as well. This new thing, whatever they've done to make it so you can see what you're blocked oh. recently, like in the last week or two. Oh, really? You're yeah. blocked by the Cowboys recently? No, no, probably forever, but like well, whatever, whatever's happened now, my app is actually reflecting it and, and, and abiding by that. I've I've been blocked by the Cowboys since the Louis days. Yeah, and, that's, and I agree, and I I'm sure uh, that I would have been too because this is the thing I never followed them. Like, but I could go to their timeline and see whatever yeah, I wanted. Yeah. But then now I go to the profile and it's like you know you've been blocked at this year's you know Tweetbot still. Yeah, well this is Tweetbot on the, on the Mac. I don't know what's happened. Something has changed in the API. Phone different. Yeah. Okay. Desktop. And that's how I'm finding out some of these teams. So I'm actually blocked by quite a few teams. Not the New Zealand Warriors, in, in, funnily enough. Really? Because um, I've fucking I've had my I've had my things to say about them. But um, what are the Panthers, you blocked by the Panthers? Haven't looked. I doubt it because I haven't really tweeted them. So yeah. I've never really had much to say about Panthers. Yeah, okay. I'm, fucking, I'm, 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 I'm fucking I'm friend of the Panthers <laughs> and their cheerleaders, especially. <laughs> um, but it is it is funny. Like I think teams blocking yeah teams blocking people. If you're saying like you know. You are a fucking dirty Jew, and I'm going to put you in the oven or something. Like, yeah, fair enough, you probably cross the line there. Yeah. But if I'm not even tweeting... And again, if, if you have a, a personal go... Oh, look, even if you have a personal go at the oh, person running it... Afterwards, I did have a personal go at the person running it, because um, I know his personal account, and so I tweeted him calling him a fucking cat, too. Yeah, nice. Hey, fuck him. He's fucking, yeah. he's fucking idiot. He got fired from the West Tigers, too. He's fucking oh, his job. So you're saying not only do Manly have all the Penrith rejects on the field... They got the reject West fucking rejects in their from, office. Yeah, in West there. Jesus. Absolute donkey. You sure she, you sure uh, Shenius isn't in there as your parking attendant or something? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking coach, really. <laughs> um, we had um, Ben R47. He said, I'm determined to get Glenn Lazarus to block me. I hate that scumbag. Man, if you if you have to say, state your goal to be, to be blocked by someone as a goal... Then they're either a very fucking tolerant person, or you just haven't gone. You just haven't gone the right way. Yeah, I could get I could get Glenn, Glenn Lazarus to block me in fucking one second flat, yep. and I could probably get him to press charges <laughs> in those time. because I got history. I got history with Glenn Lazarus's family and his wife. So I mean, I just I could just hit a button that would just fucking make him detonate. <laughs> so many different strands of, of history with the Lazarus family, actually. So yeah, I could de- I could I could get him to detonate. I mean. I bet you I'm, I bet you I'm blocked from like yeah you know, your Cameron Smiths and your Billy Slaters and so forth as well because like I've had my I've had my things yeah. to say over the years to those guys as well. See, I, I don't even know, I haven't, like I'm not even blocked by Souths, and I've sent them some yeah, and especially last week when their dirty, fucking, AIDS baby, <laughs> cum dumpster, fucking methadone addict <laughs> trainer tried to pull Tyrone Peachy off a ball after he'd fucking hurt himself. Yeah, but you should. Well, to be fair, you should let go of the ball. <laughs> He was using it to cradle his fucking broken body to take the pressure off his lungs. It was his blankie. <laughs> um, on a daily bailis, I said, uh, to challenge, which Tool Nation member can be the first to be blocked by every club? <laughs> Hashtag squad goals. There you go, fellas. Report back. I want to see if you fit the bill. I want to see a screenshot with each team each team like you know you've been blocked at this user's request or whatever yeah and, and then, be creative about it well don't, do it do what it takes yeah like, do what it takes if, you, you know, if you've got to go there then go there I don't, I don't care don't tag us in the, I, don't want to, I only want to see the results I don't, I don't want us in like every tweet going you know I'm doing the this week in league challenge to get you know to, to, to get tagged you know yeah this is not a fake Facebook competition <laughs> you don't need to tag us in your shit like we don't yeah we not we're not looking to get blocked by every team but if you do or if you are and you know there's some people out there that I wouldn't surprise me if they are I, I, admittedly 
Look, at least keep it footy related. I think a Manly Manly fans are probably in the box seat to win this one because it's the only club that oh, and West Tigers as well. I think the only clubs that, that really go out of their way to block paying members. So, <laughs> so I think there's some really tolerant clubs. I think that would just you know mute you or you know whatever, or just or water off a duck's back. So it might be hard to get blocked by those guys. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, best of luck if you're a Manly fan. You're in the box seat and you're probably blocked already. Um, Cruzy 06 regarding last week's um, the junior football things I agree with Jay running the water for my kids under 10s uh, there are some sh- shit kids who niggle and mouth off the rest etc fucking disgusting yeah uh, that's yeah it is disgusting uh, at Lynn Shields public service announcement do not listen to the podcast when trying to do mods to your website you will stuff it up badly and then who has to fix it mm, the person who built it sexy underscore Bethany 97 Results-driven podcasting. My sides are in orbit. You sir. Uh, angry stink. This was a list of baby names offered up by the guys at my cricket club. The wife vetoed the lot. Des, Cliffy, Jeff, Noel, Crusher, <laughs> Hopper. <laughs> then he's got female. Beaver, Wolfman, Fatty. <laughs> Did you see on fate on Twitter today somebody and... Yeah, oh, it's so coming. Sorry. It's literally, okay. the next, literally the next okay. tweet. Um... <laughs> Well, sorry, the one after the next one. Frico 9 said, being a Broncos fan and my wife an Eels fan, my suggestion for my newborn was Lockyer Sterling. It didn't fly. That's weird, even with the wife, like being an Eels fan, and she got a piece of it and everything, it still didn't fly. Yeah. It's because is such a shit name. Yeah. Associated with um, copious recreational drug use. Um, Tall Hayden. The other, week, <laughs> the other week we talked about naming kids after players, and now this happens. Screenshot from um, K underscore Dunatov on Twitter. And there's a picture of a, a mother in hospital, still, you know, yoked up to all the fucking, you know, tubes and shit. Bartholomew Robbie Farah Dunatov wearing his namesake's Robbie Farah's number. And I sent that to the West Tigers, hashtag born a tiger. And there's a picture of the child wrapped up in a uh, jersey. Wow. Um, I guess we can hope that uh, he takes in his namesake's footsteps and... Likes a schnitzel and... Can't cook a schnitzel. Give shit. Hopefully he doesn't work in hospitality because there won't be any decent service. Give shit service out of dummy half. <laughs> shit service out of everything. And, uh... Probably fire his mother too at some point. I was going to say, her, her days are numbered. <laughs> <laughs> cool disease. Fuck that. At highway underscore. All these movie references adding another level to the show that otherwise would have gone right over Glenn's head. Love it, Jay. <laughs> Uh, One-Eyed Tiger uh, then replied to that, said, hashtag real dad trader. <laughs> and then uh, he replied, and he said, it's hard to describe exactly what Jay's references bring to the show. It's almost like an abstract, unquantifiable factor. Let's name it X. <laughs> um, a Devonhead, how infectious is Jay's laugh? Forgetting real dad and loving stepdad more and more every week. <laughs> Now you're going to be conscious of your laugh and start doing it different. <laughs> oh, surely you jest, old chum. Mario Siegs. Apparently, Jay never watched a manly game in his life before the lion dive. Nate, where did you find this gronk? We've established that. A fucking a SBS sex documentary. Up, up, shh. Love Origin Time. Hate Channel 9 Time. Looks like it's time to get my hipster on. Hashtag Rabs, you muppet. <laughs> and we had a couple of people, um, including the first two was Special K Online and uh, at On A Blood Buzz. A quote from Ray. <laughs> a damning, a damning quote from Ray. I don't want to be like a couple of commentators I once worked with who got names wrong and God knows what. I'd hate to think you're making mistakes and you don't know you're making them. Wow. 
Guess what? That's <laughs> that's a, I'm a guy like me. Okay, right, you're there already, yeah, mate. You do, and he doesn't know. I, I just hope it, it doesn't end up <clears throat> and Rabs is like the lady in the notebook. <laughs> and he's, he's sitting sitting in the box and all of a sudden he just becomes lucid and remembers where he is and how shitty he is. <laughs> <sighs> I wonder if that's actually happened. I mean, well, it wouldn't have because he wouldn't have said that bullshit quote. I mean, that is him. That's clearly him. Ben R forty seven Rab's bias towards South is obvious and annoying. Hashtag this week in Rabs. Uh Matty McP twenty five. Listening to this week in league in the lead up to Origin is far more enjoyable than Channel Nine Dribble. Now so, here's the thing. Yeah. Do Roy and HG still do their triple J? Dunno. Because I have very fond memories growing up. Same. Of whacking the telly on, turning Turn it the, down the TV putting, down yeah. and Roy and HG on. That's the um, only, that was the only way to do the Roy and HG because I'll tell you the flip side of that. When I was living in Japan, Dad would tape him the calls and send them over to me. <laughs> That's why I'm listening to them. Trying to <laughs> on tape. Trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> who the fuck is a card table? I don't know who this is. Like, I, know the, I know the Smith Brothers. I can pick that. I get that reference. Yeah, so, yeah barbecue and cheese and chives. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I, I get that reference. I understand it. But, Hello, but, Sailor. That's Wendell. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, yeah, I know some of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'm like oh look I get the score and everything that's great and it's exciting and all but I've got no idea who's doing anything he's even in the team and this was in the you know this was the origin series I would have missed 94 and 95 and so 95 was the one with like the nobodies you know yeah, like, yeah. and so like <laughs> or the nobodies at the time you know like non-super league players and I fuck there we that go. was interesting see how good would that be I wish I still had those tapes on it by the way you need to get a uh a contact over at a... Who'd do that? Nova would do that. Yeah. Get a contract. And we'll, we'll do State of Origin commentary oh, live. That'd be amazing. That'd be fucking... It'd be ridiculous. I mean, we'd have to make up more nicknames because, I mean, at the moment, like, a, only about 5% of listeners... Uh, 5% of players have got nicknames on this show, if that, generously like, oh, 5%. You, you put that out one week and yeah. and the Twill Nation have that covered. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Exactly. <laughs> then you'll learn... That'd, that'd be a lot of pressure, but fuck, that'd be some, that'd be some fun shit, though. Oh, that'd um, be great. Yeah, I'd love it. I mean, we'd get sued and stuff, because you'd be saying stuff in the heat of the moment, like... There'd be a lot of fucking... <laughs> they'd need a fucking 25-second <laughs> delay on it, just to, just to keep... Just to better down legally. Look, that's it. Roy and HG were, like, 30-year broadcasting veterans. And and didn't... And, <laughs> like, Blake Ferguson gets a ball, and you could just... Like, you can just imagine what would happen. Oh, this can't. And then when he makes a mistake, too, because you'd be like, oh, you fucking retard. Like, <laughs> like Jennings would have caught just like, like the spray that he would have copped. Yeah. He would have been like, oh, he's made a meal. It was like, you fucking stupid cunt. What are you doing? <laughs> For God's sake, you fucking spastic. <laughs> um, Stop making fucking yeah. eyes at the Blakely in the crowd. <laughs> So actually, yeah, that's actually a bad idea. Now, now, now we think it through a little bit. Pretty bad idea, um, but it's nice. To, it's nice to talk about. I wish I had the, um, still had those tapes. You know, some they're probably some fucking landfill somewhere in in, uh, in central North Japan. But because um, uh, once there was a guy, there was another Australian working at a hotel I was working at, and he was a St George fan. And so we were sort of needling each other in the lead up to Manly playing St George in '94. It was that July '94, I think. And he's like, you know, let's, we'll have a bet on the game, like hundred bucks. I'm just like, yeah, all right, whatever. And um, so we did that, and then he's come in from being on the phone to home or something like that after work, and I was just at my apartment, and he's just gone. 
So you want to go double nothing on that bet? I go, what do you mean? He goes, you can guess the score. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, look, you, you, you guys won. Like that, you know, so you won. You won. But um, and I'll, I'll even tell you the numbers in the score. <laughs> the one, the six, and the, and the zero. <laughs> and I'm like, I was, it was like 16 nil or something, he goes. Uh, and that was the game Manly won 61 nil. Yeah. And like, and Dad sent me over the fucking ABC grandstand, like Peter Wilkins yeah. fucking yeah. call. One of the greatest things ever. And in the, in the years since, like about three or four years ago, I acquired because this is the, this is in the days before everything was on television and things weren't yeah. even recorded. Um, but I have I, I acquired um, a video of the game taken from the coach's box. Yeah, and so nice. it doesn't have commentary, but it's otherwise, you know, pretty much like an old style televised, yep. televised yep. game. So it's good quality, but without any commentary. I wish I fucking had that tape so that I could mix it together and have the Peter Wilkins commentary, you know, for that. Because he, I mean, he's just, he was going off his nut. Like, it was just like, un, you know, unheard of. Like, you know, he was seeing some fucking other world shit, you know, <laughs> like that was so on fire. But um, <clears throat> unfortunately, um, I had so much extra stuff and I left a bit of, bit of shit there. But um, oh well. Uh, where are we? Aussie Chuck Bravo. This week in shit haircuts, Andrew Fafita. See you next week. Thanks. Jamie underscore Mancini one. I've been waiting for this tweet from somebody for so long, and Jamie Mancini is the one to bring it to us. What the fuck is that shit at the end of every pod? Sounds like someone someone is crying. <laughs> now, there have been people who've commented on it, like people who know. And it's obviously a smallish circle of people who who know myself and Glenn in real life, and you know on Facebook and stuff like that. So the story is at the end of the pod on the on the um the, the final you know bit of theme music at the end of the show. You'll hear, like Jamie said, someone sounds like someone is crying. That is audio taken from Glenn in Singapore on one of those like reverse bungee slingshot sort of dealios. If, if you can picture the the uh, the old. When the footy show wasn't completely fucked, yeah. Uh, when they got they put like the chief or someone they got in Joey and Chief yep. and Fatty on the vomitron on yep. the Gold Coast. Yep. It's a. It's basically that except Glenn. The terror that he has is so like he's. It's basically like he's crying and screaming like a little bitch the entire time. So I thought it would be a nice touch. <laughs> To keep Glenn involved in spirit in the show, and so that people can hear his um, his voice every week on the show, I thought it'd be nice to include it at the end of the show, so there's a little piece of Glenn in every week, and uh, that's it. That's Glenn crying on one of those reverse bungee capsule things. <laughs> and boy. And it is only a snippet. It's only a snippet of it, like because the theme music goes for like thirty seconds, and I think I only use about fifteen. It's by no means cherry picked the worst of it. It's just the start of it, as long as the theme music runs. Um, it's it's pretty. It's a pretty ordinary effort. I don't think he's proud of it. Uh, but believe me, if you think the audio is bad, you should see the video. <laughs> it's, it's outstanding, and I actually I'll put a screenshot up. When I do show, I'll put a screenshot of his face. It it gives me even more respect. For Jackson playing footy the way he does after finding out that that's his genetic stock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, that's like that's, that's like Ben Cray sort of a genetic stock right there. Like, well, Ben Cray, Ben Cray just runs away though. He doesn't cry while he's doing it. So it's kind of like Ben Cray yeah. plus like, fuck, I don't know. You you would have expected most kids to just take a Mr. Bean leap out of a very high window, <laughs> <laughs> but this kid has yeah. obviously his mother's heart. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and keeps going. <sighs> um, 
Mikey Smokes, uh, regarding um, semi and culture shock in France, uh, Mikey actually lives in France. He said, I, I think you might be surprised, Reece, semi and culture shock in France. Every club here has Fijian and poly boys. They're a community, and the clubs have the resources to support them. My club here has four Fijians, three or four Kiwis, and a bunch of Samoans. They love it, and they, uh, they love it here. Minimal media obligations, anonymity away from football, and the dollars are good. Yeah. So, yeah. Seems attractive. Fr- France is a, a fairly English-friendly country. Yeah. You know, given its yep. propensity to England yep. and, and the tourism market. Yep. Yep. That's it. Um, um, this week in X Factors, I'll give you a break this week. There was one, but there was one though. There, James Hooper was talking about something. It was a video one, and I just didn't, it could be fuck pulling the audio off it. But, um, there was, um, like literally second sentence, first sentence, boom, he's out there, X Factor, and again, like, Oh, it's it, it's never going to end. But this week there wasn't like a a bunch of printable printed stuff, so I didn't uh, I didn't uh, bother about you know throwing them in there. Um, Although did this, did you see the the worst ever um, this week in the next somebody? No, I think it was Perm put up. Oh, a, what did he do? A shot of the local local rag in Penrith. Yep, saying. Give our GI a go. Oh, with a fucking, picture of Bryce fucking car. On. Yeah, yeah, but that's after fucking after fucking Wanger Bean was meant to be the next. He was yeah. meant to be the GI. Yeah, he's. You already got a GI next GI. <laughs> Plus, there's like Latrell fucks over over east and yeah. How many GIs they need? To, and it's a lot of pressure on all the GIs out there. Like Bryce Cartwright is in play style. Yeah, not much like Greg Inglis physically at all. Like visually. Playing style, build. Don't think he's ever glassed uh, his girlfriend. I don't, yeah. Um, didn't he's he, not a state trader. Well, he didn't glass his girlfriend. No, he, he stopped her from hurting herself. He didn't glass her. That's, it. That's the other Greg you're thinking of. No, yeah. there, there was a, a domestic violence complaint against Yeah, Greg. he didn't glass her, though. Oh, okay. I think, I think, he, I think, he, I think he roughed her up. Or like he, he allegedly you know, grabbed her a bit. So he had to stop hurting herself. So I think it was kind of like, stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> It was one of those things. That's 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 how he that's how he walked for walked though. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, he, nothing. He he was never found guilty of anything there, so we can't really say too much about. No, that. he wasn't not found guilty. The charges were withdrawn. Yeah, yeah, but that could have been too. So he wasn't found. He wasn't found guilty. You have presumption of innocence because you need to. You know. Well, it it is interesting, and I'll I'll speak more about it in the the semi one. Yeah, because um, that's coming. But uh, yeah, but yeah, the Bryce Cartwright is not the next Greg Inglis. No. No, no, he's not. And I think it was some. I think that it all came from. I think Grevsmule, who's you know recently made the switch over to you know from South to Penrith, and he said something like, "Oh, it's like you know when they've got the ball in their hands, you know they're both like you know, like time slows down or you know what I mean, like." Yeah, okay. So uh, that's so. What's probably happened is he said that, and they've probably gone, "Oh, yeah, you know, whoever's written the article has gone, oh, next yeah. GI, you know." Like, be be original, be creative. I mean, yeah. why does anyone have to be the next anything? Fuck, he's the next John Cartwright, if anything. Next super, next superstar, next state of origin. You know, star in the making or something. You know, like they don't got to be someone. Yeah. It already exists. I mean, give people Just, more credit. Give you, the, give the readers more credit. For you do you, man. Just let let yeah. him do him. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, I tell you, I've got nowhere better to stick this thing. So, so like, I've got taken something on Facebook today, and I'm gonna I'll, I'll put it up on here now. But um, this coach, fucking, this is from the lingerie football league or whatever, the legends football league, whatever they call it now. Yep. This guy is fucking magnificent, and I just put, I'm like we've put you know coaches on in the past, like the fucking yes. you know Bash Kansas Solo, yep, and, yep, you know, yep. and you know the other guy coming up, man. These cunts don't deserve, yeah. 
this one is fucking this takes a cake it's, it's, it's one of those inspirational things I watched it about 10 times today I loved it so much <laughs> so I'm going to put that in there right now you mean to tell me you're going to let that motherfucker mush you down now like that and you ain't breaking that bitch's face right now you mean to tell me you're going to allow that motherfucker to do what she done and you didn't come out here and try to break her fucking neck and even you can't find her find her teammate and break her fucking neck for what the fuck she done to you down now you mean to tell me you ain't got that kind of evil streak in you I would be I would I would literally hike the ball and punch that bitch in the goddamn face are you crazy don't ever let anybody do you like that well <laughs> imagine a lingerie football rugby or rugby football league <laughs> the, I feel rugby league tackling styles would mean that there'd be a lot more wardrobe mouth like you know, shit just getting ripped clean off I feel and because of the size discrepancy between some players on a rugby league field so you're saying like the Sam Cassiano women? The Sam Cassianos versus the, the Matt, sexy. Matt Moylans. <laughs> I was saying Matt Moylans sexy or anything. I mean, that's you drawing that bow, but yeah. Hey, he's fucking <laughs> sensationally attractive. What are you talking about? God, I find him absolutely repugnant after he's state of origin. But um, yeah, and like this, and it'd be something, it'd be like held at like a stadium, like they're, they're, it's not a big one, they'd, but they'd play him at like Hunter or like Pertec or something like that. Yeah. So it'd just be like a fucking graveyard of sexy bitches just like, just like just like, just like someone's grabbed a fucking carton of Barbie dolls and just like <laughs> pulling bits off and just throwing them. It's like oh. an, an eight-year-old's room, eight-year-old yeah, brother's exactly. room after he got into his sister's Barbie box. <laughs> exactly. Jesus Christ. Um, no, this week in Luke Dawn, this week, uh, the guys are off. Uh, they'll be back next week when uh, I think it's like Challenge Cup or something. Fucking so hell, those guys take more time off than Steve Maddow. Yeah, when you talk about bank holidays, England's fucking, you know, it's, it's ridiculous for that sort of shit, and, and it's, it's a, even the podcast. Look, with all due respect to the complete massive social upheaval you have going on over there at the moment, lads. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, I, I, I deeply, I mean, you know, you, you guys both sound fairly fairly English, I mean, I'm not sure any of you are going to be forced to leave or anything, but <laughs> I, it doesn't sound like any of you guys are going to get deported to Poland in the near future or something. But, you know, obviously, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly retract that if I'm wrong. You just have to change your segment to This Week in Semi. <laughs> <laughs> Over in Bordeaux. <laughs> exactly. But we got a tweet from at Terry Twill, who is a, uh, a long, long-term listener with a, a recently updated handle to give himself some anonymity, I think, from real life. <laughs> and um, he actually, his name, his, his, his handle is Terry Twill. But his his name on there, username is Captain from the Bench. So obviously, it's clearly this account is made for use with this week in league. But uh, this is in regards. I think he was talking about the um, the the Sharks game where it was a little bit chilly. And he said, "Fuck you, Aussies are soft cunts." Ooh, it's seven degrees C. Oh no, it's zero degrees C. That's a temperature up here eight months of the year. Hashtag <laughs> soft. Well, motherfucker, if it's that fucking cold, why isn't your fucking beer chilled? Mm. Why aren't you having warm baths to fucking warm up? Yeah. I mean, there's. It sounds like it's very conducive to fucking all the things that the English don't do. So I don't understand what your point is, to be Look, honest. You know, to me, it sounds quite convenient that you're happy to stay in a climate that's a perfect excuse for a tiny dick. <laughs> you have a year round. Oh, it's pretty fucking cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't you know? Please don't yeah. don't judge it on don't judge the, the heat is blaring, but yeah. don't judge. You know, I'm full of warm beer, but you know, yeah. You know what? Come to Australia, where you are, what you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's not gonna it's not gonna magically fucking double to like to four inches when you get here either. <laughs> um 
the membership stuff, things are inching closer. I'm starting to get notices of like things dispatching and stuff. So it's very exciting. Um, if you remember the other inclusions, we've got uh, stickers, uh, stubby, uh, stubby holder, and uh, the wristband things. They all look awesome, and uh, they're all going to start to emerge over the next little while. So very excited to uh, get everything mailed out. Well, no, I'm, not, I'm really not excited to mail everything out because mailing out fucking hundred things is really fucked. Um, but <laughs> but like, it's it's just. But now that given you know a large amount of my income is derived from packing stuff up, I've kind of streamlined my my stuff and uh, you know good good relationship with the posties and stuff now, so I can get the you know, things picked up. I'm not going to have to head down to you know the local post office at like eight o'clock at night and you know stuff in like you know, 150 fucking post packs in the red in the red. Kids thing. aren't getting allergic reactions to the packing tape yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's all happening now. Um. Someone tweeted, uh, I think he actually DM'd about this morning, and asked about the scarves, and like, is there any scarves left? The answer is no, it was, they were sold out. Um, however, I'm not averse to making some more, though, if demand exists. So, if we were to make some more, um, I guess, firstly, just register your interest with us, just let us know, you know, however you want to contact us. But also, do we do the just the exact same thing or you know like do a reprint of those or do we do we mix it up like color wise or something like I think the colors are fantastic yeah um I think they are too and yeah and look Ref's Ref's fault is fantastic because it's just so universal it is so universal the only other thing maybe if you do it again you do you do a can spike yeah yeah (laughs) on one side or or something I don't know yep um, I love Ref's fault. Yep, Ref's fault. Ref's fault is great. I've held that up at many. Do, do, a, yeah. do you update it to Bunker's fault? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, the question was asked, and so I put the question uh, out to you guys, and uh, let me know what the deal is. I mean, there's. I would have to probably line up a minimum amount. I think to see last time it was a membership, so there was tons made, so it was fine. But this time, I mean, I can imagine we're probably only going to it's going to be a, a shorter run. Um, <clears throat> but you know, if the interest is there. I'll figure out a price, uh, what it's going to cost, and I'll let you know, and we can uh, turn around. Because uh, let's face it, the, if if we did them the same as last time, then like everything's already, you know, all the files and everything, the designs are all set. Everything they've got, there's yeah. no setup or anything like that. It's just a reprint, so that, that's that's the it. easiest option. But you know, let us know what you want to do. You know, the the only other thing that I've had in, and it's not on this Tool Nation related, but I've seen it in other places that yeah. that have been around. If any members would be for some reason pissed off that their yes. membership version scarf, yeah, and that's would why be, I brought up that, yeah. and that's exactly why I brought up the yeah you know, possibility of you know do we make a change to it to yeah. make those ones unique or you know whatever. Yeah. So throw throw the opinion out there, completely valid, and you would be within your rights to say membership scarf should be exclusive, exclusive for life. Yep. If if that's that's what you think. Yep. Agree. Uh, and so yeah, just let us know, and uh, you know we'll you know if there's demand, then yeah, definitely we'll do it. News. Okay, so this week we'll do a bit of a, a couple of things to discuss, I guess. Um, the semi, the semi saga. Wow, it's a full saga fuck. now. Uh, obviously, he was he he went over there and it was like, oh fuck, he's going to go play rugby. And Neil's like, no, it's cool. We got a bye week, and we said, you know, you can go over there, you know, chill with your dad and everything, and you know, come back. And it's all good. We planned it this way. Relax. So he didn't turn up on Sunday <laughs> when he was supposed to turn up. Um, 
and the manager's like, yeah, for sure he's going to turn up on Sunday so he can train with the team on you know, starting from Tuesday and then you'll play on the weekend. Um, it's still good. It's still good. Didn't turn up on Sunday. It's still good. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday for sure, <laughs> says the manager. Brad Arthur's like, yeah, it, that was the plan the whole time. Come back Wednesday. It's still good. It's almost like they've been catfished. <laughs> <laughs> so Wednesday... Wednesday comes. It's Wednesday night. Semi's not back. Um, Tim Manners like, it's still good. It's always been the plan. He wasn't going to be back on Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. No, no. He's going to be back for the game, but not Wednesday. He was so packing he- his bags on Wednesday. That's what the confusion was. Uh, yeah, no. Then, then, then today, the article comes out saying that his partner gave a video statement to police yesterday alleging she'd been assaulted on a number of occasions during an eight-month period beginning in September 2014. Semi had just been given uh, leave to return to his native Fiji for personal reasons, but the development puts those into a different context. While the lure of French rugby is believed to be a factor in his absence, Rad Radra has been linked to French club Bordeaux. It's understood the breakdown in his personal relationship is just a bigger part of him going AWOL. Um, the NRL set a precedent after allowing SKD to continue to play while facing domestic violence charges. The Roosters and Kiwi star was subsequently cleared in court. Um, and so the NRL saying it's a matter for the club. And, you know, that's perfectly fair and, yep. you know, until things get sorted out. Uh, the Eels released a statement said that the Parramatta Eels are aware of allegations made on Tuesday concerning winger Semi Radradra. The Eels have informed the NRL Integrity Unit and the club will continue to work with the, irrele- with the relevant authorities. As these allegations have been referred to police, the club will be making no further comment at this time on this particular matter. The Parramatta Eels have, through their welfare staff, been providing ongoing programs and services to Semi Radradra and his family and will continue to offer support as required to all staff, players and family members at the club. As a national sporting club, the Eels are committed to promoting education, counselling and support around the issue of family violence, both publicly and within the Eels organisation. So... They can't fucking... They can't cover... It. Like, this... Take this allegation out of it. He's making them look like a pack of... He's making them look like cunts. Like, when they're like... Yeah, no, he was allowed to leave. You know what? Probably fucking wasn't. The first issue... Yeah, the, the first issue is... Him and his manager, too, the, obviously. The no, fucking gone. manager. They're making him look like a pack of cunts because then he's like, Oh, no, he'll definitely be back by Sunday. No. No, oh, no, definitely back by Wednesday. Nope. One of the articles I read today said that his manager sent, a, I think it was an SMS, yep. to a Fox Sport journalist saying, Semi won't be back training with the Eels today. Like, yeah. Ew, what the fuck, you know? There's a lot to be said. I mean, look, look, there's no way that this situation plays out well for him um, in terms of, like, the PR battle. Like, yeah. you, you leave a club, it's like Sonny Bill, you know, you, you're yep. a, you're cutting them. I mean, and, you, and you're going to be, you know, treated accordingly by the fan base and so forth. Mm-hmm. That, that's, you know, we get that. Yeah. But this certainly, <laughs> it, it gets worse the longer you sort of string it out and everything. Next, I mean, before too long, fucking Monday, he'll be raising up his head to fucking pay a release fee for him or something. Yeah. It- like... Circus. You know, one of the reasons he might be a little bit hesitant about the NRL, I've noticed that when you pronounce his name, mm-hmm. you say Rad Radra. Mm-hmm. When I pronounce his name, I say Rad Radra. Mm-hmm. In both of our cases, we know that the first six letters of his name are the same combination of three letters. Yes. Common sense and yeah. basic knowledge of the English language says you would pronounce both of those yep. the same Darren fucking Lockyer pronounces his name Rad Radra oh maybe I thought he pronounced like, it like 
<laughs> to be fair, Lockie's voice has gotten a lot better. What sort of inbred, uneducated fuck pronounces? You know what? That's the. I don't think. I don't think Lockyer has the. He has doesn't have the. Uh, it's not. It's not on him. I think he's. Someone said it that way. He's heard it that way. He pronounced it, and he just. He's just rolling. Or he's it. that retarded that they can only give him three letters at a time on his auto cue, like some sort of bald yeah. fucking Ron Burgundy. Well, look, yeah, try, look, the fact that he's even speaking is... <laughs> can you imagine Darren Lockyer? Like, obviously, the guy was, you know, a great player and, you know, very knowledgeable about the game and everything, but his voice <laughs> was like... You know, you, you hear about people who have, you know, a voice for radio or, like, a voice of an angel and things like that. I don't know what his was. It was like the voice of a fucking garbage sinker or whatever you call but it. it fucking things. Look, you, you put him and Andrew Johns together it, yep. from a commentary sense. Yep. And just from basic strategic knowledge of the game, mm-hmm. it's almost like a a commentary representation of the 2003 State of Origin series. Where oh, Andrew so, Johns so, so and Darren Dan- were on the field at the same yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> the skill level difference was apparent. And it's yeah, the same Joey's commentary. Been, yeah, but Joey's been at it for a long time too. Like he's been at it longer the, the media game. And what he's, the he's fuck? done I'm, si- I'm, I'm sitting here defending fucking Darren Lock. I'm, I mean, I'm just about to what say What the it. fuck is going on with this? I fucking quit. <laughs> <laughs> if this is what it's... If this is a glimpse into the future, clearly, clearly, that's my tipping fucking... Tipping Rab's point right now. Like, it's not that I'm going to get players' names wrong. I mean, I probably do all the time. I don't give a fuck. But... Uh, <laughs> when I start defending Broncos players and Queensland players, clearly I'm past it, and uh, I need to be replaced. Ray Atley, <laughs> oh for fuck's sake! Um, yeah, look on the DV thing. Yes. I one uh, one thing, and I'm this. This is how I understand the the legal or, or law related side of it. Uh, it was very specific to point out in the article that she gave a statement on camera. Yes. It's now commonplace in New South Wales, I know for a fact. Uh, I don't think it is in Queensland yet. Um, But in New South Wales, statements regarding domestic violence can be taken on camera. Yeah. uh, And in almost all cases are. And that is admissible as evidence in in a trial, even if... The person. Oh, so the statement's there, and she withdraws, but they're like, "Too late. We got this charges. under. You know, we got this under oath." Blah, blah, blah. Well, it, it's not so much that she then has to come to court and still say yeah. it. They don't need that. It's done, and the threat of that as being something that she doesn't want to do, which would then maybe make the case fall apart. Doesn't? It's not an issue. And this yeah. this isn't for the sake of rugby league. Yeah. This is for the sake of the wider community, where a woman who's in a, a domestic violence situation. Yep. May may feel pressured um, and, and very often uh, the, the perpetrator will, you know, well, yeah. if I go to jail, I've got the job, who's going to support you? You'll lose the house, you'll lose the kids. Yep. So okay. they, they uh, yep. withdraw a statement. Um, look, I, I don't necessarily believe in in innocent until proven guilty. I think that's a fallacy. But I think if there's a, a statement made there, well, no. I mean, it's just like we're talking in the le- in legal legal and punishment sense. I mean, put it this way: there would, let me tell you, <laughs> plenty of plenty of people who've done it have got off. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. definitely. However, but I mean, it's not really you, you, unless you were there and saw it. You know, like actually were witness to it. I mean, we can't. Say, I mean, we can't say. I mean, the people, the people who make that decision like, are going to be privy to far more. See, I, I guess I'm at a stage of innocent till charged. Because if you say innocent till proven guilty, then you're saying that the police have, you know, not not done their job people, properly. Plenty of people get charged and no, no, this shit too. So I know, like, I know, this I know. means he can't, you know. I know, but I'm just saying based innocent, on that either. Innocent, innocent until charged, because for them to charge someone in in something like that, they've got to have fairly good evidence. Yeah, not necessarily. To charge, charge. Yeah. In most cases, Brett Stewart went to the fucking end of a fucking years of legal on nothing. Got, it got through a fucking magistrate to you, trial you on nothing. You can't use Brett Stewart and then say plenty of people. He's he's rugby I'm just, league. No, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm, I'm, I'm providing the first example that come into my head. Yeah, and I'm example. sure it happens all the fucking time. Just as many times as people who actually did it out of thousands of cases of DV. I mean, people. I'm people. Who did, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. there were ones that there are ones that did shit that I know for a fact yep. got off. I mean, so like you got, you've just got to. This this is you, you've just got to fucking play the. You've got to play no, what the hand you dealt. Saying, so you're innocent until charged, and then until you are, uh, until a court says you are not guilty, you reserve judgment. Well, no, because you can't say you're, 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 already, you're, you're making ju- you're making judgment until you know the second they're charged. No, I'm what saying, I'm saying is I'm you're innocent until charged. I'm saying I don't do shit. Yeah, but you say, you say and you, then you reserve judgment until the court makes its judgment. No, you're making the judgment that they're not innocent the second they get charged. No, I'm, I'm saying, not making any judgment at all until and uh, until they actually get. Convicted, but you're presuming innocence until guilty, because that's how the legal system works in the country. <laughs> that's how it works in this country. Yeah, but we're not the legal system. <laughs> yeah, that's so. Fine. What I'm saying is, you're innocent until charged. You presume innocence until charge, and then once they're charged, I reserve personal judgment either way, innocent or guilty, until the court makes up its mind, and then you you run with what the court says. That's just, that's just fucking semantics. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's the same situation here. We, I'm not going to treat him as like Robert Louis wife beating cunt extraordinaire. No, exactly. Until the it's verdict proven. comes down. Yep. So when, what you do, what you do the second they get charged is irrelevant because it doesn't matter. The same net effect is exactly the same. Hmm. It's exactly the same. Not necessarily between you and I, or, or even the most of the listeners, but there is a very large proportion, especially in rugby league fandom, oh, yeah. who will go straight at victim blaming. Well, yeah, and was, and there's also now, and no, and also there's the flip side of that where they'll go straight to fucking you wife being cunt, blah blah blah, and say shit yeah. that you know you probably shouldn't say on social media because you know you find yourself in a position, <laughs> a legally actionable position. <laughs> a <libel>. so, yeah. <laughs> so that's which is yeah, which is which is another reason why I say look. Yep. It'll play out. That's it. And if you get found guilty, well, then you get the full fucking full spectrum hammer. of the uh, Robert Louis experience. Mm. Mm. As, and I'm sure, that, and the listeners are exactly the same on that front as well. So, all I'm saying is, you know, you just don't don't go off half cocked on social media. Don't say don't say action bullshit, people. Yeah, just fucking chill, chill for now. However, if that's the case, whew, yeah, semi, semi, very semi, disappointed, semi. very disappointed. And I've, look, I've gone on record as saying I think he's one of those, you know, once in a, a five year period players. Yep. Who who will be on highlight reels for a long time to come and, and be spoken about and and if he's found guilty he still will be on the highlight yeah, reels because Blake Ferguson. Let's face it, um, but um, so. unfortunately, tarnished legacy. Or I was saying I was saying to someone this afternoon is like you know get a hashtag Redemption Seventeen 
going in Daily oh. Telegraph, coming to a headline on a Daily Telegraph near you next year. Jesus Christ, you're right. You're right. You'll probably be fucking eligible for New South Wales at the end of this. <sighs> Only if he's guilty, though. <laughs> if he's not guilty, you'll fucking end up in France, play rugby, and you know, you never, yeah. never see him again because so so. Um, fucking but from, from the, the contract side of things, um, completely okay if you... Um, you know, an, an easy flower situation mm-hmm. where at the end of a contract do what you want do what you want mm-hmm. and you should never uh, I it, it irks me when people are like oh if you choose to go and play another sport you should be banned from rugby league forever yeah that's ridiculous well, no yeah you know if you've honoured your contract up to your obligations you've played all the games they've given you all the money and you go and play another sport and then you honour that contract and then yep. you want to come back to rugby league yep absolutely fine I've got an issue with the the lightness at which players take contracts anyway. Yeah. Um, and you know, who was it I saw in the media today? Was it was it Andrew Fafita? And he I'd was like... tempted by the money? No, I wasn't tempted. He was like... He, it was stronger than that. He's like, fucking someone's going to th- you know, show me the money. Yeah, 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 I'm, so I'm fucking... Yeah, I'm taking that shit. Yeah, it... And, you know, like, cunts like, like Ben Hannon who say, oh, I'm homesick so I have to go back to a, a Queensland oh, side yeah. when he was with the dogs. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's be frank you make enough fucking money that if you really needed to, yeah, like you, you're an hour and 10 minutes out of Brisbane. Mm-hmm. You know, people drive further than that to work. Uh, yep. And, and if it was like something where it was such a mental health issue for you, like, like I'm sure the club would be happy for you to miss a rehab session or something, you yep. know, to go up and, you know, catch up with your dad or whatever the fuck it is. Or in his case, his fucking nine Mormon kids. Yeah, but, but they would have been living down there, right? They wouldn't have been separated geographically. Exactly. Like I'm always, I'm, I'm I'm always like assuming that the 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 immediate family, like your wife and kids, are. Although this the situation you yeah. know, coming up, it wasn't. But that was that was a, probably an outlying situation but, because of the know, again, circumstances. But yeah. I know plenty of blokes who, yep. to chase better money, yep. went and worked nightmarish FIFO. Yeah, out mines and WA yeah, and. Living in, and, living yeah. in far fucking worse conditions than no, not by much, but. Worse conditions slightly than Bankstown. Yeah. Um, in the middle of nowhere <laughs> with 400 other blokes and lots of meth addiction. Yeah, but those guys, um, not, not, they're not living in Bankstown either. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, they're living basically as as little to the west of, <laughs> as they possibly have to, you know, in terms of commuting to training. <laughs> so how close to Belmore are you? Oh, there's a kebab shop at the end of my street. Does that count? I think it's the first kebab shop west, <laughs> east of <laughs> CBD, west of the CBD. <laughs> Um, yeah, it 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 reeks of of, of detachment in in the rugby league profession, mm. you know. And and look, even with with people like like um, Kieran Winehouse, yep. You know, fair enough. You understand that if he's got some some genuine mental health problems, yep. Then that that is a horrible situation to be in. Um, but then the the club grants him a leave of absence mm-hmm. to deal with the breakup of his long term partner. Mm-hmm. Or break up with his long-term partner. Yep. I I know plenty of men and women that have gone through divorces, do their job, and still manage to do a job. Yeah. Yep. You know, regular regular people. Mm-hmm. Cope, yep. cope with life and work. Look, the mental the mental illness thing. Obviously, it's a real it's it's, it's a real situation. So it's it's a difficult situation. However, the the you know we've and we've said this on show before, but like just the the way that it gets thrown out there as the first exonerating excuse for bad behaviour. Yeah, 
every fucking time. And I, bl- I blame Darius Boyd for this because he start- he's the one that started it. He's the one that got trashed the fucking hotel room and everything and was spending money banging hoes, and, you know, prostitutes and shit. Yeah. Got wiped slate clean yeah. with his depressed lematic immunity. And he, from more reports, he's legit issues. However, it does- <laughs> there's tons yeah. of people suffering from depression. <laughs> going, well, it's just- <laughs> I was like, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I just you know, I sat on the couch and played, played a lot of PlayStation. Yeah, didn't it, you know? It it's not something that I have personal experience with myself, although I have very close friends that have gone through it, uh, and who are at the stage where they physically could not bring themselves to get out of bed, mm-hmm. and it, it can be debilitating, yeah. you know, yeah. and and life threatening. But it's in my experience, and it's my limited experience with half a dozen people or so. It's never been an excuse for them to turn into absolute cunts of human beings and do mm-hmm. things that are so socially unacceptable. Yep. Um, it, it's never been the cause of that. Yeah. So. Yeah. But you know, this yeah, legit problems are legit problems. But uh, yeah, this I just feel like so many times, like I'm almost expecting it to come. You know, I'm almost expecting to hear something from Fiji about Sammy. Mm depression I mean it just seems to be like the next logical step in his, in his saga because he's going to need something on the PR battle on his side you know the, the other side of that coin is the, the media love a clickbait story oh, fucking they, love a clickbait story fuck. and something that could be as simple as you know Kieran is suffering from genuine depression and did have a situation where he couldn't bring himself to get out of bed yeah. uh, didn't get to a rehab session Parramatta have said look by the letter of the law just to keep in line with everything else, we have to do this. Yeah. Uh, and so here it is. Someone's caught wind of it and run this almighty. He's been sanctioned and they've pulled his captaincy. And yeah. This is this. So, you know, when, when you're reading this stuff, take take with a grain of salt. Oh, but then, but then you've got the flip side of that where it's like, yeah, he's not in that can't drag himself out of bed stage because he can drag himself out of bed, out of rehab in Brisbane to go to, to a, a bar with Eddie Hayes and yeah. the, guy, the bookie at the centre of, of the alleged Max Fishing. How long ago the, was that? It was when he first, like, it was like week, weeks ago. Like, yeah, okay. You know, it was basically yeah. around the time when, um, we're para- did Paramount play Brisbane as well? I don't remember. But they sent him out to this rehab in Brisbane. But then... When there's match fixing stuff around this particular identity, Don't right in the middle of that, you're already in the shitstorm. You've got your own personal shitstorm going on. That's right. His sports bet uh, account was betting on greyhounds yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that that sort of stuff is just is just nuts. And so, it makes me wonder. The fact is, he's out for the season. Yeah, his rehab didn't need to become public knowledge, or his lack of rehab didn't need to become public knowledge. But yet, they've still done it. So that me, leads me to believe that it's probably worse than what is being reported. That the, there's forced yeah. eels to take you know to take this step, so um, because he's been told apparently you know the, the management they're tiring of his inability to complete his rehabilitation for a shoulder injury, so he's missing se- sessions, and then you know that all that all cascade that that's permanent effect you know if you don't fucking rehab your injury you know you're not oh, gonna, you know you recover yeah. in a different way you know yep. and, and yeah, so forth. Yeah. Um, Brad Arthur apparently has been is uh, frustrated. Uh, he said mentioned said that to the club. They've taken charge. He said it to Foreign as well, and. They mentioned here that they're fed up with outside influencers attempting to pilot his rehab program for mental health and welfare issues. Um, and then what I just said before, ill staff became irate when Foran in Brisbane during rehab last month was spotted in a bar with colourful Sydney punter Eddie Hayson. Foran was drinking water and watching football. The eel said in a statement Foran was being relieved of his captain's duties for the rest of the season so he can focus on his recovery from a shoulder injury. Um, no comment from Supercoach Arthur. But, um, yeah, this... <laughs> 
apparently this missing the rehab was the, the straw that broke the camel's yeah. back. They, they tolerated the meeting with Hayson in Brisbane. I don't know why. Um, so they've uh, continued to support him, but they wanted to show discipline and professionalism. Yeah. He's got to give up the booze, plus cop a five grand fine. Again, just playing devil's advocate, it, it could be that that individual had been a friendly face to him in the past, and if you're feeling isolated and alone, and somebody reaches out to you, he was. Who knows? He, but he was there with his brother as well. You got your brother. You don't need you don't need a guy central to match fixing allegations yeah. with you as well. At the time when the story was blowing well, up, he was obviously the match fixing stuff's been levelled at Manly. So no, 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 it hasn't been levelled at Manly. The, Social media has levelled it at Manly because they've mentioned games involving involving Manly, but they've never said anything about the Eels or, or South who are also in No, there. well, the, the investigation has centred around Manly as one of the involved clubs. Yeah. So, Kieran's played with Manly. Yeah. So, you would assume there's been some familiarity because they're cheating cunts that <laughs> they got together and reminisced about old times. Hey, did you see that dive? Fucking did I ever. Oh, wasn't that sensational? <laughs> was that before or after the dive? So you, you really should have checked your timelines just to make sure your story was straight. Oh, that dive was enough weeks ago that <laughs> I've been bitter about that for enough weeks. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But, uh, <coughs> again, yeah, you know, there's obviously some, some deeper shit going on with Kieran. Yeah, and the club, I think, I think, there's, I think it's, it's, it's worse than they say, and they're handling it with kid gloves because yeah. of because he has legitimate other like you know mental just health with everything you read including the semi stuff yep bear in mind that there is so close to a complete lack of actual shred of journalistic talent or integrity especially around the rugby league circles out there at the moment oh there's 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 enough good ones to not to balance out the balance but there's enough good yeah, ones out there but the majority of what you read is clickbait bullshit that doesn't mm. actually contain any info yeah it's a headline yeah, well, this one, so, this is this is definitely not a headline. There's, there are facts here. He has fa- actually been stripped of the captaincy. I don't know. Actually, saying, fine. That, that's yeah. the headline. I'm not going to diminish. Ford. I'm not going to diminish the story. This shit. This shit happened. Kieran Ford um, stripped of captaincy. And then you take it into account with the semi shit salary cap. The Eels are an absolute fucking. This is going to go down in history as yeah. the worst season for any club ever in terms of just fucking turmoil in general. Yep. And um, you know. Yeah, it's had, not good for the Eels fans. How to lose an NRL club in ten months or less? Yeah, well, it's 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 not good for the Eels fans. It definitely isn't. But I mean, you've got to remember that rugby league fandom isn't state of origin either. You didn't, you weren't, you, you're not, you're not forced to follow a team. You made a choice, and you've, you've got your reasons for following the team. You made do. A, you made a bad choice. You know, uh, again, we, we've both come out publicly and said that if if there was a, a Robert Louis level signing mm-hmm. yep. at our club, yep. Um, then it'd be be definite time for us to look at who we support. Yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah exactly. So, and we'll get to, oh, there's there's going to be a specific case of that affecting one of us later on in this so episode. Parramatta fans, Certainly. feel free to go a little bit further west. Bypass. The- look, I've said stuff that I've said stuff in the past, like you know, let's send you know, send them to Perth and everything. But then I'm thinking, I've been to Perth once, and it's not such a bad place. What do they do to deserve that? Perth have some very nice people in Perth. Some of my favourite people <laughs> are in Perth. So what did Perth do to deserve it? It's just far away. All it did was commit the crime of being far away from the East Coast. Yeah, but so they don't deserve power. Like, I'm just thinking, where do we send them? Because, I mean, like, they're just saying, they don't deserve, Perth doesn't deserve it. They deserve, like, a, you know, at least a reasonable chance at a successful side. They don't, <laughs> they don't deserve this fucking absolute abortion of a club. How about the Burkina Faso Eels? Well, is Burkina Faso really, you know? What have they specifically... I mean, could, could you not just send them to, like, you know... 
Put it this way. If they wanted to, <laughs> yeah. in, in their off off days, yeah. they could go and reenact Blood Diamond. Yeah, it's true. I mean, obviously, there's... Yeah, well, yeah, they could actually put them to work. <laughs> and to get some diamonds. Well, maybe a couple of them could go and, you know, go down and fucking enlist with Kanye. you depression by digging a hole, mate. <laughs> oh, that was the worst South African accent ever. No, it, wasn't, it wasn't the worst ever. It was alright. It wasn't good, it was alright. Better than your Scottish one. <laughs> hey, my Scottish one was perfect Irish accent. I had not fucking know. Perfect Irish accent. So, look... Uh, you know, was I going for it? No. <laughs> but I was to take it. <laughs> now, last thing. Today, the um, the, the Dallium uh, points are going dark. So for the run home, in you know, in the last rounds, they don't um, reveal where the points have gone. So we get our mystery countdown and everything at the end of the season at the Gala Award thing. At the moment, we've got four players tied on top. I'm just looking at the list. We've got Cooper Cronk. Uh, we've got Ryan James, Cam Smith, and uh, Tamalolo are the four on top. And then we've got a couple, beho- two points behind, which is uh, the early leads, uh, leader, Hodgson. He was he was out of the blocks early, but he's dropped back to tied second. And then we've got Corey Norman and um, Andrew Fafita as well. So, Cronk and Smith being up around the top is you know, no surprise. I mean, yep. it's, it's pretty much perennial. Yep. Ryan James, though. Tied at the top of Dallium's when they go undercover. I mean, look, I don't... I, he's a fucking bolter. I legitimately don't believe that he has that that he can actually win it. <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't think. I don't believe he can win it. I. Uh, I'm not so convinced that he he shouldn't shouldn't win it or, or wouldn't have earned it. What a two! Can you just imagine though, Ryan James, the winner, round twenty six points awarded as follows, <laughs> and then it's like, and it turns out that Ryan James is the winner. <laughs> That <laughs> it. Um, I need to go and look at Medallion history. Yeah, but that would be the well, absolute boil over of the entire history of the award. So, Player of the Year last year was Jonathan Thurston. Yep. And that is like an obvious Player of the Year 2014. Mm-hmm. Jared Hayne. Was it was it tied Thurston that year though? Oh yeah, there's two of them tied that year. Thirteen. Yep. Cooper Cronk. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Ben Barber. Yep. 11. That was probably the boil over, wasn't it? Barry Schrader. Yep. 10. Todd Carney. 9. Jared Hayne. 8. Fuck, Matt, Matt Orford. Jesus. Broke the curse. Only Daly M winning the grand final year, I think. Jonathan Thurston. 6. Cameron Smith. 5. Jonathan Thurston. 4. Budsy. 3. Reese Wesser. Yep. Legend. Everyone you've mentioned there is a spine. Player. Well, not, not, not only are they a spine player... Mostly halves, too. Mostly. But they're going to have a fucking cracking highlight reel mm-hmm. to show at at the final. Yeah. Now, fuck, I'm very cynical tonight. And James is going to be just smashing indicants, just running up smash, and running up smash. 37 barge-over tries yeah. from three metres out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not like they're not going to be this slick fucking cut-out ball or anything. <laughs> Or like you know, an epic you know fielding of a bomb or some break off an inside. And ball. again, it's fucking this week in tinfoil hats. But look, look at the voting panel. 
So what you're going to say? What you, so, so what, I'm going to extrapolate what I think you're getting at here. You're saying that if this if this schedule, imagine these four players at the top continue to make pace with each other. You know, there'll be an ebb and flow from week to week, but we come down yep. to round 26 and they're all four tied together. What you're telling me is in their respective games, you're going to see a three from for a C Cronk or a C Smith, and then perhaps an R James or a or a J Tamalolo may not poll or perhaps get somewhat less so than on. that to ensure the, they don't win. You've got Tomalolo, you've got Got, um, James, Cameron Smith, and Cronk. You, Smith and Cronk, you think this is the thing that makes say, it more attractive for, for James? Those two are going to cannibalise points off them. Yeah. Off each other. Yeah. You would also have to assume that Tom Alolo is going to get eaten up by, as JT. By JT and Morgan's, and Morgan's going to get some, um, you know, he gets because back. Because, you know, JT misses Origin, Origin period, a couple of games, yeah. so that, that costs yeah. him a couple of points. Um,. The stage is set. The stage is set. But when you look at who votes for Dally M's... Yeah. And the sort of fucking venomous oxygen thieves that they are... Yeah. And the fact that voting mysteriously goes dark... Well, it's not, myster- it's not mysterious. It's to, it's, to, it's to add mystery. Yeah. yeah. It's to, it could it's, go it's dark. To add suspense to the it process. Could, it could go dark for three rounds at the end of the year. Yeah, but three rounds... I mean, you, you know that, like, okay... All bar four players can't possibly get the amount of points required to get to the top in those three rounds. This is obviously to preserve, to make it a, a mysterious... But you know. I'm, I'm still fairly convinced that if Ryan James has the most amount of points at the end of the year, then someone will go, um, no, he's not marketable, he can't... The problem is with it going dark is, though, it makes it harder for that to happen unless they're like, we can't take the chance of Ryan James, so the edict is for the last five rounds... He must not pull more than one point yeah, around. You that's know? It. Like they could, because imagine they get to the end and they're like, "He's man of the match in his game in the last round." Who yeah. they're playing? Yeah, three like undisputable three points, and they're like fucking zero points. Yep. And we're gonna give Cronk three or Smith three, and the other one two, and then James still might play like four or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh god damn it!" Well, like, <laughs> Who's calculating this shit? Would it be like in in two rounds time? Yeah. Not not good. You know, for the sake of this story, if amusing, you know, um, Tom Alolo, Cronk and Smith, more with season-ending injuries. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you want to see a player injured, but, no. <laughs> you know, or, uh, but yeah, that, um, fuck, I'd, I'd be ecstatic. It is. My short head, mate. Yeah, well, it is ple- it's pleasing to see that out of the, I, I didn't, I didn't take the whole list down, but out of the top seven, there's only two halves. Mm. Which is quite pleasing. Yeah. And look, there's, there's there are more more forwards. Yep. And I don't mean hookers either, you know, like, you know, pseudo forwards. I mean, like, legit forwards, yeah. like, you know, the, in there than, uh, than and, yeah. And some past. good, good old fashioned barnstorming forwards. Barnstorming. Ron James. <laughs> Ron James is the Dallium X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, you, you DM'd me the other day and said, um, was it based on, was it Sutton? John Sutton. his milestone. You want to talk about players with longevity, like surprising longevity. Like, how the fuck has John Sutton played 250-something games of NRL? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. You want to know why? You want to know why? I'll tell you why. Because John Morris played over 300, motherfucker. That's why. No, but again, John yeah, he was around forever. It just seems to me like John Sutton hasn't been... Around, that. I don't know what it is that when I look. Oh, at he's John been Sutton's. around. He's 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 had potential for oh, decades. I know he's. I know he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's been non-realized for twenty years. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but there's you know th- throw out some players that that surprised you in in the longevity of their careers now. I really feel that John Morris is a conversation <laughs> stopper, but <laughs> but I'm interested. I mean, yeah, I'm very interested. In people, there's there was another one um, that that surprised me recently. It seems like the when you look at the guys that have you know cracked 300 games and like the guys that are you know right at the very top you know like Beavers and you know Lockyer and Terry Lamb and stuff like that obviously there are a couple of things that there's only really one thing that has to come into play lack of injuries because and that's what John so Morris tells, tells us that it doesn't have to be spectacular no, talent this is what I'm saying that's what's so fucking surprising about John Sutton yeah but see he's only got two I mean he's got to get another two complete seasons without injury to start a, to you know, approach, you know the, the select club of three hundred yeah, game guys. Yeah, but that's the it? thing. When you're talking about you know mm. three hundred people, yep. these are guys who have been you know relatively injury free and one yeah. clubman or yep, yep. this. How the fuck is he that close? Not, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have ever reached that two hundred and fifty games. I was just surprised that he. Played over sort of 170, 180. He's been around. He's, yeah. See, what's happened here is this is a case where the potential has clouded. He's, going to be, he's been, he's, he's, he's had potential for so long that you've actually just thought, oh, he must be new because he's a potential. Rookie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a rookie because potential. Um, but no, and, and veteran just, players cannot really can go through life not realizing their potential fully <laughs> <laughs> and get like an under the radar sneaky fucking three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Who was that? I, I did hear that quote. Recently, you know, at, at at what age do you do you stop becoming an exciting prospect? <laughs> <laughs> and the reality of just a disappointing fact. <laughs> and for anyone that's interested, Ryan yeah. James is still paying thirteen dollars to win the Dallium. Do they have do they have markets on like you know players finishing top something or you know? Nah, it's just winner. Just winner. Just winner. Fuck, you, you, you'd be worth throwing a sneaky, you know, ten bucks or so. Yeah. On. Kronk's paying three dollars. Thurston's five. That's since I mean, like Thurston can certainly come home strong. That's oh, yeah, beyond shadow of a doubt. But like Cronk and Smith, the, the fact that they're tied at the top of the moment. Andrew Fafita's paying eleven dollars. Okay, so he's only two points off the pace. So Tom Alolo seems to be the more flashy of the forwards that are up there. I mean, he seems to be the one that yeah. has like game-changing, yeah. you know, man of the match performances in him, but. Morgan and Thurston and Coot, you know, there's a lot of Matt Scott. They're guys that can can knock him off. Yeah, Moses Mbai is paying eighty one dollars. Probably fair. Which is just a tax on the stupid. Anyone puts money on that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just like gold lotto. <laughs> Okay, recaps this week in league, of course, is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips, news scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. This week, um, Giannis underscore Mateus tweeted him and said, do you have a stats algorithm predicting Farrah fuck-ups? This is in the lead-up state of origin. <laughs> and they've replied and gone, only historical prisoners, Giannis. <laughs> He's committed an error in 85% of his last 20 games, so chances are high. With increased occurrence since the back end of last season, most likely due to Taylor's voodoo doll. 
And this is why we love them. Fucking legendary. They're fantastic. Does <laughs> I, I do love the increased amount of stats conversation. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing in that's and, you. In that's and all around you. Twitter. Yeah, that's um, you. And some fantastic work today around um, just just how stats can paint a different picture. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and how how sometimes what what you think a stat will show is just so far different that we're talking about yeah. the stats of halves in terms of um, uh, touches. Uh, line break assists okay. per touch, uh, try assists per touch, yep. things like that, and and Jonathan Thurston was strictly was was bang in the middle, like he wasn't the number one, yeah. out of all of them. Um, however, Michael Michael Morgan was so yep. per touch, he's yep, yep. doing more, yep. which is just a beautiful example of of how rugby league such a an a niche game with so many different facets that you need to be good at. Yeah, yeah. And all those things that Jonathan Thurston provides from a statistical point of view. Yeah. Uh, one of his most important features is being able to take the attention of a defence. Yeah. So somebody like Michael Morgan... And it's something that doesn't improve anything for himself statistically. Yes. But... Uh, like, it, it's not like a baseball or a, or a basketball where you can look at one player and yep. his percentage of shots from a certain area yep, yep. Will, will give a, a very good indication of a team's victory. Yep. Um, the selflessness of a player like Thurston yeah. is amazing. I don't know how you could categorise um, that 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 intangible, non-statistical quality. <laughs> Perhaps it's his X factor. No, um, I've just <laughs> said to you that it's the fact that he draws so much attention from defences because of his skill level. Yeah, but I mean, drawing attention from defences—that's one thing. But I mean, there are so many things in rugby league that you probably couldn't statistically. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, see, un- unquantifiable doesn't yeah. mean undescribable. <laughs> well, that's because the term exists. It's easy to describe. <laughs> no, that's not a description. It's a bullshit lazy label. <laughs> I just had to make up for the lack of this week in X Factor. <laughs> no, it's run its course. So I'm going to make this entire episode, you know the X Factor episode. We, we had the fucking 30,000 X Factor reviews and it was people got it all out of their system. They fucking jizzed their bullshit X Factor thing all over iTunes. You dumb bastard. No, they're fucking done. They've had enough. <laughs> you, you, you will never learn. <laughs> you just, you're literally just generating more X Factor. No. no. You, you've fucking... They're done. You've, you've made... You've dug your own grave. No, I, they're, can't, they're I, I can't help you anymore. You know, it was like in the 50s. It was socially acceptable to throw sexist and racist slurs around. But then eventually, people started to realise that that's not cool. You don't do it. <laughs> Let me tell you. X-Factor is the racial slur of 2016 rugby league season. It's uh, the lifetime of this show. is going to be less than the lifetime of X-Factor. <laughs> oh, it's sad but true. But our Sportsmate pals, search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. And, and don't forget, we're halfway through the league season, so I mean, there's got a bunch of other stuff, like, you know, they've got summer sports stuff as well. And Get you know what? Go and buy a fucking Apple Watch because League Live gets on your Apple Watch too. Yeah? Yeah. And how's it going, your Apple Watch? Fantastic. Yeah? I don't even have to open my throne to know that phone to know that, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> don't have to open my phone to know that the Penrith game's getting hemorrhoidly creatingly close so what does it do does it, do you set the alerts on the phone and it just like and it buzzes you when shit happens or battery's gone flat on my watch so I can't show you <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but I bet, but I, I, I bet it's um, good. Like you, I'm looking at the watch and it's just sound like, well, fucking, just you could show me. Yeah, you know, uh, talk at, me through it, but no. At a, at a glance, when you open it up, uh, you get the live scores yeah. and it shows you the previous round scores. And if you want more information, you can tap into it and do it. So if uh, if you're out and about and can't get to a game, yeah, you can get alerts on your phone. So instead of you looking like a completely rude prick picking up your phone in front of people, yeah, you have to look when something actually happens. So they do do that. They they you, actually will push the yeah. Loose you only end scoring up, event happens or something. You only end up looking like a semi rude prick who's checking the time all the yeah. time when someone's talking to you. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot more covert on the watch saying, "Oh, fucking come on, come yeah." On. Oh, it's much easier rather than sitting there with your phone. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now we'll just quickly go to the origin. I mean, we're you know, pretty far away from origin, and also you mm. know who wants to talk about that fucking shit? But uh, Queensland. 26th defeat New South Wales, 16. Suncorp Stadium, a crowd of 52,293. Um, uh, Queensland's points came from a hat-trick to, to Dane Gay Guy, Corio to the try as well. Thurston, three or four conversions and a couple of penalty goals. The Blues tries to uh, Tyson Frizzell, James Maloney, um, Reynolds with a conversion, Maloney with a conversion and a couple of penalty goals to Reynolds. Yep. So, look. From Queensland point of view, well done. Yeah. They won. Gay Wrapped guy, up the series. Gay Guy got his... You know, fairy origin, tale origin moment, fairy tale He's story. For, thing. Yep. You know, in the honour of Gay Nan, played yep. for her. Yep. Making a fucking statue. Yep. Whatever. Tell you what though, Jeezy was gifted some shit from those fucking morons out on that side, and uh, the the king king fucking well. There's a couple of things about this game I want to talk about, but um, very briefly. But first thing was the performance of Michael Jennings was absolutely match winning for Queensland. <laughs> Motherfucker gave them a gave them a yeah. try on a platter, and uh, bombed two tries himself, yep. uh, including one that in crucial time that would have been Frizzell's second try. That he when you know like it was just crucial. They had all the running. They were coming back. Uh, that try then to reduce it to four points would have been absolutely massive and set yeah. up a set up a grandstand finish. Frizzell though, Frizzle for the purpose because I mean. Frizzle Manizzle with the Trizzle. <laughs> what a debut. He was like the third fucking choice or fourth choice for the position, you yeah. know, with injuries and everything. Yeah. Dude's, dude's banked himself a position now. He's there. He's fucking in. And, and so should be. Yeah. That chase. But again, um, Laurie Daly's fucking selection. Despite himself, he managed to get a good play. Lazenius. Lazenius. He's, and look, yeah, Boyd Corner did a fantastic job. He was, he was good, um, yeah. But, it points to the deeper problems within New South Wales, and there's the selection issues. And what about the... We but, all know that. But what about after the game, though? Like, Gus and, the, you know, some of the old-timers are like... They just, they come out and just, like... Gus has been calling for Gallon for two seasons. Yeah, but, I mean, not as overt... Like, overtly on the coverage straight after. He has he's like, to go. He's, like, him and Farrah and... Farrah, like, he's just, like... Fuck these cuts. He's like, I'm, I'm going to name him. Yeah. <laughs> he's just got a fucking hell. Look, you know what? For one of the greatest rugby league minds on the planet to come out and back um, what we've been saying yep. for for at least this Origin series. What the world is, I mean, not the world, but, you know, what a large, yeah. a fairly decent, and, yeah. And regardless of your club allegiance. Yep. And it's fucking me off so much now that there's all this bullshit out there. I'll come out and support Gal for, for Game 3 for his swan song. Yeah, yeah. Fucking why? He's a professional... Loser, <laughs> you know it. It's not. It's not a situation like he's not a Paralympian. He's not someone that's had 
adverse situations yep. and has risen above to, to have a personal victory. Oh, he rose above having a fucking puny little fucking human body and then through the use of scientific <laughs> enhancement in the form of peptides, you know, he turned himself into a fucking tank that, you know, the, you know, this, this fucking tank that just motored forward, ripping, ripping fucking stitches out in his tracks while, you know, calling people black cunts and stuff like, oh, and what else did you do? Ripping out, I said to ripping out stitches, what else? I tried try to get the greatest hits in there. What well, else did you do? He punched some cunts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fucking great. That, that could have been the fucking gravitational force. Seriously, you know what? Why, why are you going to go out and support fucking Paul Gallen in his in his final match? Because it was fucking <laughs> awesome when he smacked Nate Miles. There you go. There's your answer. Because that yeah. was fucking great. Um, got got punching banned in fucking football. And I'll tell you <laughs> what, the, the best the best comparison I've seen is when Ian Healy was dumped and didn't get his farewell test yep. in Brisbane. That was cold as ice. Didn't get his fucking uh, milestone of dismissals. Yep. Didn't get the runs he needed for his record. Yep. Fucking great. He wasn't good enough for the position. He didn't get it. This sentimental thing of, oh, he's earned he's earned a farewell. Earned the right to be shit and still get a How run. How has he earned to... a farewell? Yeah. You know? Um, to be fair, though, it's not like Gallon has been, like, the worst player. In, you know what I mean? Like, he's, no, he, he hasn't been. He, he's, he hasn't been. The, I mean, it's, it's, it's been a team that hasn't been successful, but... He's, you know, for a large part, you know, he's carried he's carried that team like, you know, on his on his back for, you know, and but not up to it. What fucking like, scares me is the the thing that's clearest to me in this game, more than anything, is New South Wales lacks leadership on the field. Yeah, and we're about to take the position of leadership from a forward. Mm-hmm. And if you believe everything you read, you know who our next captain's going to be? Who? Aaron fucking Woods. <laughs> Oh fuck! Like you know, I'm sure he's a great bloke. He should be a series to series proposition. You know, even selected in the side. <laughs> yeah. You gotta give it to someone who's fucking. The problem is they got no stability in the halves, the, so you can't. There's no give certainty. It to, yeah. Um. I'd you know I'd go with James Maloney as captain. Yeah. Well, if you if you certainly if he's going to be the guy going forward, the problem is they you know they talk about they want to be loyalty and everything, but law. But I mean, the halves seems to be still a fairly fluid situation you know yeah they do um but in in terms of the that leadership position it needs to go to somebody who's going to be on the field for the full 80 minutes yeah yep who is smart enough to understand and execute a game plan yep like okay look at boyd cordner's try in uh in game one yep look at tyson frizzell's try in game two yep how similar were those tries yeah yep and so there is an obvious and exploitable weakness yep. in Queensland's defensive structure on their goal line. Yep. And how many times did we run that play? Yep. Two times, probably. Two times. Yeah. Maybe I'll be there. Yeah. Let's let's you know let, let's be fair and say maybe there's a couple other times it didn't come off. But yeah. You know, did you, you look at the the quality players and even at fucking club level? Yep. You look at that that famous Cowboys Thurston to Cooper play. Yeah. That and that's run. Yep. Three four times a game. Every yep. fucking game, yep. at least, yep. at least, you know, um, that's gaps in coaching. Yep, that's gaps in leadership on the field. Yep, and that's gaps in people being able to execute something by seeing what's in front of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. we've made our selection gripes before. Um, Farah, once again, you know. Makes a lot of tackles. Fortunately, it's not good enough. I mean, his service is fucking too slow. Yeah, he's always that fucking like that pause that he does before he yeah. before he gives it. Uh, and then you see on the flip side, you know, when, when Cameron Smith is fucking just you know flinging it 
left and right to you know forwards who are actually back and steaming onto it yes. in time to take the ball. Sure, it's yep. half a metre forward, but I mean, you know, the consistency and the timing and everything is there. So yeah, yeah, just that fucking annoys me because it just feels like the forwards are starting like more flat-footed. Like, well, it's where, it's where you begin every run. And yet, despite that, they still dominated the game for the vast majority of the game. Like the the vast majority of the running time, they the problem is they just couldn't do shit when they yeah yeah when they when look they I'm, the I'm happy both of both of my Origin guys came back and and had very very good games so I think even though in losing side they were better for the run and they got a lot of confidence out of it. Uh, people yeah, are calling look, yeah well, the game three is tough because I saw an article by Gus and he was right when he said that. Yeah, yes, we need to plan for the future despite what I like like I said. However, despite what I said. We need to win it. For need to win game three. You need, you know, for the sake of the game and you know the yeah. and the state and everything. Yeah. You need to. And the problem is, I don't really. Th- I, th- I think that 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 side has to execute everything perfectly. Yep. And have a little bit of the luck with the fifty fifties and stuff like that yeah. to give themselves the position to win. Yes. That is not a team that is going to have their night and flog the opposition. No. It's just it's a team that matches at best. Yeah. And you know, bounces the ball and things like that, it'll get gets them a win. But the the one thing we do need <clears throat> we need our forwards to know that their positions are fucking vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Because if if you look at you know both our starting props, yep. They are not a shade on Matt Scott. And Queensland are a markedly different side when he is on the field and especially yep. when he comes back onto the field. Yep. When both of our props run, yep. stop, turn, basically the only thing they offer is that they're very big yep. and it would take a lot of defensive energy yep. to wrestle them to the ground based yep. purely on their size and their strength. Yep. But you know, you got players like Scott yep. um, who then have guys like Papali coming mm-hmm. coming off the bench. Yep. The the two best forwards for us for the series were the two um two dogs boys. Yep. Clemmer and Jackson. Yep. Absolute fucking animals. Yep. Um, in my opinion you you generally can, can put players in one or two categories. There are skillful players mm-hmm. and there are behaviour based players. And I think Clemmer and Jackson are behaviour based players. You get those rare combinations yeah, which yeah. are which are Thurston's. Yep. Um I don't think Cooper Cronk is a skillful based player. I think he's a behaviour based player. He's still pretty skillful. No, no, no. But he is behaviour based. He knows what to do. He's practiced that much. Yeah. It, it's more, more based what... around practice and behaviour. Just um, Josh what you're talking about. You're talking about natural natural ability. Yeah. Thur- than... Thurston is that weird mix of natural yeah. ability and hard work and behaviour. Yeah. Um, but our our props, I think, have gotten through a, a lot of the a lot of their career on their size, which you can yeah. do. Yep. Yeah. Um, but at, at state of origin level, there's got to be something more. Yeah. So look, I I, I would I, I hate to agree with Gus, but I think that, yeah, they're probably you don't want the wholesale changes now. However, I think that there's still it's probably still a good opportunity to you know throw maybe two or three guys in. Uh, the halves obviously have to change just by necessity because Reynolds is going to be injured. Yep. So I don't know what's going to happen there. I mean, I, I, I hope they don't bring Pierce back, but I think that's probably what's going to happen. Um, you know, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do you put Moylan in the halves and have Teddy at fullback? <clears throat> I'd, I'd fuck Moylan off. The, the Moylan experiment has been a failure. Um, I don't. He be be thankful that he got out of it without being crushed as a player. Yeah, it doesn't seem to have had an ad, a, an adverse effect on him. Like he had, didn't didn't have, didn't have like you know, yeah, you know, absolute shockers. Yeah, yeah. So um, I get Tedesco in there because he offers 
he's he's it's the same sort of safety in terms of defense and yeah. and yeah fullback stuff but in attack he adds so much more and that's the one area where this new south wales side is lacking so i would at least make that change mm-hmm. i don't know what's going on in halves i mean i, I feel like it's just going to probably be pierce but look I've, I've said it before with, with maloney there maloney's kicking game is serviceable yeah injuries there i would prefer again a behavioral player Yep. And I'm talking a, a non-brain snap Josh Reynolds. Because as, as I've said before, he's going to be the guy who runs past everybody and under feet to jump on a lost ball. Yeah, well, he's a competitor. He's, he's a competitor, but yeah. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I, I, he's. I don't think he's got any brilliance at all to him, whether it be natural or or, no, or drill. He doesn't. But you you remember him in that series that we won. Yeah, that series has been won in fucking eleven years. Um, but that, and that was when he was at the height of his non-brain snapness. Yeah, yeah, but that was like um, that. He, I mean, he like did it, like desperate stuff. But you know, the desperate stuff that really won the series was coming from guys like you know, like just moments like you know Josh Morris yeah. and things like that. You know, um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Like, you know, I'd, I'd love to see not wholesale changes, but I mean, you're going to have the retirement and, and, and you know the moving on of a couple of older players like you know like Gallon Bird, um, hopefully Farah. Yeah, get rid of a couple of those guys. Oh, look, we've got four or five years before a young clear is ready. After that, it'll be all right. Just put up with five years of losses. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, I think... Um, in Cleary, we trust. Yeah, I think it's, it's a little bit early for that bullshit, but um, <laughs> <laughs> talk about players getting crushed before their time. <laughs> Who's he the next of? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's, the, next, he's the, next, the next Ivan, uh, the, again, except he plays in the halves. But based on their their leadership, Yep. And their forwards' absolute dominance of ours for most of the game. Uh, well done to Queensland. Yep. Um, okay, now I had a couple so, of tweets. Can I just yep. Go. Point. Yep. Um, well done to Queensland. Fuck you to Gronk Queensland fans. Ooh. And one Gronk Queensland fan in particular. Talking about Sammy? Now, you know who you are. The eligi- eligibility for, for state of origin is generally based around where you're born or where you've played your first game of rugby league. Correct. So, considering you don't meet the fucking eligibility rules for anywhere, <laughs> fuck off and go and support state of I was born somewhere where for three euros you can get a hand job from a fucking syphilis-infected amputee. While sucking down a fucking a, a sweet fucking joint. Yeah, being butthurt <laughs> about tri-celebrations. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Like, that is so far back in the past, the Berlin Wall was still up. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and it was hilarious, too. It was fucking great. And then one by 50, so fucking fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, what are you going to do? you got to make your own fun. When <laughs> but, yeah. that, that was so typical Queensland fan. Yeah. Getting on and and like you know, I I know you're over in a country where you don't know anybody, and you've got nothing better to do. And you than can't have any fun there. without getting caned. <laughs> <laughs> but sit there, freak out about how you can't chew gum on the street without the fear of being arrested. Yeah, you know, dream about a country where you can buy fucking ibuprofen anywhere, let alone over the counter. <laughs> yeah, and you need to go through Twitter and at people you don't know with the same video of the grenade try celebration 
<laughs> and saying that, oh, yeah, oh, New South Wales don't have any class because of the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Love you. Yeah, I can sort your, sort your life out, Samuel. Um, <laughs> and a different Sam, Sam Vashaw13 said, Moylan has played his last New South Wales game. Surely Coote has to get a run. No, I don't think so. I think, I think Tedesco will, but you know. Tedesco. Before Tedesco came back from injury, then I thought, yeah, Coote should have been the one at the, in the first place. Yes. You know, uh, yeah. that's, that, that's fine. But I think now, given, you know, all things equal as far as health is concerned, I, I think that we'll, uh, we'll go Tedesco. Thanks. Or are Tedesco stats a, uh, a bit of a red herring? Based on the team he plays for. And well, no, I think they actually should be amplified because of that. No, no, well, <laughs> you know the fact of, if no one else on that fucking team's doing anything useful, and he's the one that has to do it all. Yeah, maybe so, but uh, I think you'd find that there be, there'd be, would be stats for the other... Which would yeah. then make sense to keep people like Robbie and Woods in the team, because if they're doing fuck all, they'd just have to do it all for New South Wales. Yeah, or keep him in... So you're talking about there, there, there's like this kind of essential catalyst to, to his performance. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Mm. All right. You may have just won them at reprieve. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Mutsy. He said everyone is singling out people to sack from the team. So I compiled a list. New South New NSWRL dot com dot au. He's put the link in. Mutsy eight eight eight. I believe blues fan comes from the Latin word that means to have idiotic hope at all times, and I do every year. <laughs> well, that's why Origin will never die when New South Wales lose, mate. Can they say the same for the opposite? No, they can't. Cobra Burgers. It takes three men to re- recreate the myth of Sisyphus. Laurie Daly, Robbie Farrow, and Paul Gallen. And so, I don't know if you're familiar with the myth of Sisyphus, but oh, who's the one that's rolling the fucking boulder up the hill in futility every day and then for the weight of it to roll back down and yeah. roll it up the hill in, in hell? Like, who's that? I don't know which one that is. I, I, would, I would assume that's, that's us. New South Wales fans. Mm. I don't think those three have got anything to do with it. They're just other guys down there in hell. <laughs> <laughs> or are they the Greek gods that, you know, the, 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 the gents back in hell, but they're making us do it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't fucking know. Um, actual NRL games. Uh, Friday night, uh, the Penrith Panthers 28 defeated the South Sydney Rabbitohs 26 at the Muddy Puddle crowd of just a touch over 13,000. The Panthers tries to DWZ, Nathan Cleary, Josh Mansour, Leilani Latu and Chris Grevesmule. Nathan Cleary, four or five conversions. And uh, the Rabbitohs 26 came from tries to Kyle Turner, Greg Inglis, a double to Sam Burgess, Cody Walker, four or four conversions and a penalty goal. My memory is an absolute piece of shit. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'd had all season to be used to this. Yeah. And then I've had a couple of weeks reprieve. Yeah. Where we didn't win by one point or two points. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is your ass is hurting again. It looked like the chest burst scene from Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking horrible. Um, it's like the alien came, the, the chest burst, the alien came. Directly from a vineyard with fistful of grapes and burst chest burst out of your asshole. And you and know what? <laughs> the, just picture that little alien popping out of that bloody chest, wearing a headgear <laughs> with with a little bit of a beard, going pew 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 pew. That's what my roid was like. Um, but one one thing that we've we've been needing to work on all year and it wasn't any better this week was our, our goal line defence and we yep. looked fairly brittle at times teams tend to score very very easy tries on us yep um, we let South dominate dominate this game and it's only probably based on South's form that they didn't put more points on us earlier on that's where they've been for a couple of games they've, yeah. they've looked competitive in the middle of the park but but really failed to, to execute 
it was Peter Wallace, funnily enough, my my nearest and dearest friend. Now that he's not learning his role anymore, um, who who sort of settled us down a bit. And and my greatest wish this year, and, and I'd be very very happy if this is all we do this year, was get ourselves to a, a position where Penrith can build pressure when they need to, and then yep. earn the right for their attacking flair and brilliance, instead of relying on attacking flair and brilliance to get you out of tight spots. Yep. Learn, learn to put the work in and earn the right to play the fast-sweeping players. We've got the talent. There's no doubt about it. We can we can find gaps. We can have players who draw draw two and three defenders every time they touch the football yep. and then get it away. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm not happy so much that, that they're keeping on with this cart ride in the, the halves experiment. Like, you know, he did some good work, uh, but, but in all the time that he's, he's creating his his best moments he's still playing on that side of the field that he's most comfortable with in in that second row position or or lock position depending on on who's running outside him um yeah you come over the two points you're very happy for it with with Souths I I think it was a step in the right direction from them yep you know they're they're improving week on week they're they're definitely not going to be the force that that a lot of people including myself thought they'd be at the the beginning of the season um but I don't think the the they're going to reach any great heights now, especially with the injury of Reynolds. Now, I just want to bring something up that's only tangentially related to this game. This is breaking news as we're recording the the show. Um, <clears throat> talking about Jamie Soward, is going to be released and on a plane to England to play in the Super League this week. No show at training on Wednesday and is believed to have informed players of his departure earlier in that morning, so it's earlier this morning, ending his time at the foot of the mountains after two and a half seasons at the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had 16 months to run on his contract with the Panthers, but has spent the past fortnight in New South Wales Cup with coach Anthony Griffin opting to hand teenage sensation Nathan Cleary his NRL debut. Um, he will most likely join Panthers teammate James Sigiara in the English Super League after being told, along with Sigiara, that he's no longer part of Griffin's plans. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting. And uh, and kind of sudden, yeah. But uh, can't say it's unexpected. Well, I would, honestly, I would have thought that you know perhaps he'd lob up at a side in the NRL, possibly even a June thirty situation. If he's not wanted, yeah, you know, maybe Panthers didn't want him to. They didn't want him, but they didn't want him to lob up elsewhere. I think best case scenario, James uh, Jamie Soward could have been a very good mentor. He's a, a premiership winning half. Yeah, um, has played under some fantastic coaches. And and there have been cases even this year where he has has won games for Penrith just based on his cool head. Yeah. When he can keep that cool head, uh, well, Look, honestly, I mean, if Manly had picked him up and like it was June thirty for six months. Yep. Just see what happens. Parramatta picked him up for six months instead of fucking the rumours around. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I'd, I'd just be happy with his fucking long kicking game. If he just keep putting it into a corner, <laughs> you know. You just, just need one it. half who can kick. Just, 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 <laughs> just, just put it. Just keep. Just put it into corner. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, I guess see. You, I guess see you again. Look, see how he. Yeah, I tell you what though. Um, not not footy related, but the way he's handled himself with with all of this stuff going on, yeah. I think shows he's a a fairly classy individual. Complete silence is, is a good way to go, rather than you know when you get halves in other clubs you know, uh, getting dropped uh, and because of attitude problems, allegedly, and, you know, then their father gets on Twitter and and starts fucking, you know, spraying the club. I saw him with a a couple of tweets after the wins, congratulating the Panthers and the boys and, and, you know, just only saying nice things. Yep. He's been through some rough stuff personally. 
didn't need to take time off his job to deal with his relationship breakdowns, although it did affect him. Yep. Um, I've spoken before about the statement he released con- concerning his performance last year. So in, in my mind, he leaves the club as a, a classy individual, <coughs> albeit not under perfect circumstances. At Voodoo Rock, that's the sound of Penrith sphincters unclenching. Uh, Sam the Warden, 28-26. So the Panthers suck almost as much as Souths. Uh, Shunter, 86. Top value for money tonight. I got to see a 13-plus flogging and a desperate nail-biting win in the same game. Ash Griffin ball. Um, Astronauts. And here come the GI field goal memes. <laughs> and uh, Wally Frogmore. Tarou- <laughs> um and no, we don't have that one. That's for the next one. So, okay, Newcastle Knights... Sorry, Central Jillawarra Dragons, 30 to defeat Newcastle Knights, 18 at Hunter. Crowd just under 14,000 on Saturday afternoon. The Dragons, 30. Tries, 2. Khalifa Fifi Law, Jacob Host, uh, Ewan Aiken, Tim Lafay, Benji Marshall, Joel Thompson. Widdop, 2 of 6 conversions and a penalty goal. And uh, the Knights, tries to Nathan Ross, Zioni Matautia, Mitchell Barnett, and 3 of 3 conversions to Trent Hodkinson. And what a try. Yes. It, at least, you know, you, that that's the sort of thing, as shit as your club is. Yep. That one try will get a couple of thousand people in the gates. The fans got, the fans got, some, got some value for money out that's of it. That's it. Uh, Show them some light. There's no and light. There's no real light. But if yeah. Newcastle was smart, they'd yep. be making fucking posters of that guy. Yep. Doing his fucking flippity floop. <laughs> and, <laughs> and giving them the out. The technical name for it. <laughs> flippity floop. <laughs> and giving them out to... Every single junior club yep. in the Greater Hunter region, yep, um, as as something because the the more kids that have the Newcastle Knights on their bedroom wall, I mean a poster of them, not not yep. the players nailed up there in some sort of weird Christ-like <laughs> thing, um, the the better for them. Yep, it was a every time someone plays the Knights, I, I go into it thinking okay well the, the result probably isn't in doubt too much um, and more of a benchmark now of what this team's capable of yep. and, and what they can do and I was really waiting for the Dragons to to unleash some of their, their more powerful strike weapon, weapons and I know Aiken got his try but um, they only completed the game at 77% Yeah, which, which I was I was fairly disappointed with and, and probably goes a I bet that that was like a <clears throat> I bet you that progressively got worse as the game went yeah. on though like as they raced out Oh, it was going to be like you know sixty. Yeah, definitely. Um, and and obviously you you know when you're that far ahead, you you know you get the game and you, you might throw a pass that you normally wouldn't. And it comes to a drop ball. Also, a lot more comfort in the, in the game because I mean, goal kicking you know cost them, you know the you know, an extra try and score. You know the extra eight. But that that's the difference points, between so. teams like Cronulla this year and teams like St George. Yeah. Where Cronulla were just clinical in their execution of that team. Yep. For eighty minutes, yeah, uh, yeah, and and put on plenty of points, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, again, for for the dragons, the the win keeps them in the eight. Yep. If you take Parramatta into account, um, and and Which, whenever the fuck that happens, it it puts a fuck. That was meant to be like tomorrow or, or Friday. I don't fucking happen when it happens. But um, you know, for for them, more importantly, it, it puts them one full win clear of the the Titan and the War- Titans and the Warriors. Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, where are we? Go, uh, Wally Frogmore. The reward for winning that cripple fight is the Alex McKinnon Cup. <laughs> how, how appropriate. Hashtag. I won't stand for these jokes. <laughs> that you know what? That you should be blocked by. Club. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> at Cabinet's Hope. Jack Cogger channeling his old man today and attempting to relive the glory of the Magpies. That's utter shot. This is when we're talking about players, you know, young players getting slaughtered by being stuck in shit situations at, yeah. at early development. Oh, yeah. Jack Cogger, classic example. Uh, at Lynn Shields. How do you, Jay, feel about rat's tails? I think if they're a, you know... Under any circumstances, they should be outlawed. No, chopped off. if they're a statement against an oppressive egalitarian system, <laughs> then I'm fucking all for them. However, <laughs> this is not Thatcher's Britain, so fucking cut it off. I think I think referees should actually have you know like Stanley knives in their pockets <laughs> just so that they can actually get in the ruck. And just you know you know when a player is like slow to get up or you know whatever they like, walk off the mark and the referee steps in and says you know fucking back there. He's like just blow back back there just quick quick. Would you love it if, if there was back chat? Just four referees come out, get the Stanley knife out, and just start carving the circle into the forehead. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, I, look, you know what? I think if you go out on a rugby league field with any part of your body hanging out, it should be fair game. Okay. A la fucking Urban Samurai. Yeah. Yep. I forget who it was, but came yeah. through and almost <laughs> fucking Chinese girled him with a corn cob on a drill. <laughs> style that was some funny shit oh, that's great the Chinese girl video that is um, MJ Eagle 23 it's now official the Knights are tanking for the number one draft pick Oops. yeah unlucky Giannis underscore Mateus I refuse to gronk off on a team that's been rat fucked by the super coach gay guy and the Knights fans deserve credit yeah look you know Wayne Bennett will go down in infamy for what he did to that club yeah Tinkler as well but Bennett you know he certainly he certainly had his role that's that's some um Denzel walking away from a exploding building, man on fire, shit. Yeah, but I mean, he's actually the guy that set all the charges as well. Like before he left, he just he just didn't walk away from it and it exploded. He actually set all the charges. Oh yeah, no, but you've welded shut all the exit doors. Do you, you see man on fire? Which, yeah, yeah. Who's got the guy in the tires? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie for a very long time. I saw, it, I saw it theatrically. You know, I don't think I've watched it since. I live in this um, world I where I think it. that Denzel's the same character in every movie. So, right. like, his guy from Training Day just yeah. moved, like, you know, survived somehow. Somehow survived, yeah. And got a yeah. job as a bodyguard just the, just in Mexico. Flesh, just a flesh wound, wound from the Russian mob. <laughs> and, uh, and Ethan Hawke. <laughs> just survived all those. Yeah. <laughs> um, at One-Eyed Tiger. Newcastle Knights retain the Wayne Bennett Cardinus Worst Shield. Congratulations. <laughs> And it's true, he certainly did. Uh, Cronulla Southern Sharks 19 defeated the uh, Warriors 18 at Reclaim Australia Stadium. Just over 12,000 in attendance uh, on a Saturday afternoon. Apparently it's a little bit chilly for much of a crowd to turn up there, which is weird because the Sharking should be packing it out with every week. Mm. Uh, Sharks 19 tries to Michael Ennis, Ricky Latelli, Jason Bakuya. Uh, penalty try, of course. Uh, Maloney, three of three conversions and a field goal. The Warriors 18 came from tries of Blake Ageford, Jonathan Wright, and Thomas Luluai. And um, what have we got? Isaac Luke, two of three conversions and a penalty goal. Mm. <clears throat> two things. The Sharks were obviously hurting, backing up from origin. Yep. Uh there were plenty of teams that didn't back up well from Origin. Um, no, no, it was just the Broncos, but uh, it obviously hurt them. Uh, and the Warriors were just a, a little bit more rocky than Diamondy. Yep. This week, and yet um, still made it. You know, it's still, yeah, almost got it. Look, there's the, the cliche that you learn more from your losses than your wins. Um, I, I think that even though they won the game, the Sharks will learn a lot from this. It was probably good for them to be put in a position of adversity. Uh, where they've they've really had to get into a gutter fight. Yep. 
they've they've had some very good wins against top level teams, but they've been very well executed wins. Yep. When you get that Murphy's Day where a couple of people are off their game or they're a bit tired or or everyone's just a half a, a step out of pace with each other, it's important to know that you can still pull it together and, and win dirty, win ugly. Yep. Um, so I think that was a good win for the Sharks and they'll go on. Uh, you know, might, what is it now? Eleven in a row. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So they get. Is it a new poster every week now? Look, I mean. This win was hardly. Well, are they going to do like a limited limited print of the field goal going over or something? Because you know to commemorate the not. Yeah. Has Matty Johns is he full like fully fully sharks crazy now? I don't know. Like I, I don't I don't, I, don't fo- I, I don't know Foxtel, but does I anyone fo- out there? I don't I don't watch any rugby league television. You haven't found that the players are like Brad Fittler now. He's, oh, okay. You know Brad Fittler is you know fucking Panthers through and through. Yeah. yeah. Um, when it suits, yeah. No, I'm not sure. I was—I thought you were making like talking about Matty Johns thing. I thought you were talking about like you know over in New Zealand when like you know the twelve guys oh, no, like, no. like eleven in a, eleven in a row. I mean, like we're almost like yeah, you know, twelve twelve in a row. Like you know, then I thought you were talking about like you know the sequence of banging that chicken. Oh, in New Zealand. okay, no, sorry, but um, no, Twill Nation. Someone, someone let us know. Does Matty Johns harp on about his Sharks Association now? It feels like he's like he's cast his lot too far in for the Knights, you know, as a lifetime thing. From, I'm not sure. Yeah, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of that's riding on his brother's coattails. Yeah, a lot. Fucking slash all of it. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, Beer Boy 182. Not sure if it's the stress of Golden Point, Barber's hands, or the six degrees Celsius here, but my old fella has shrunken into an innie. <laughs> um, GT351 underscore Johns. <laughs> Bad luck, Warriors. I'm sure the refs found a way to gift this game to the media darling dick eating sharks. <laughs> uh, D Matea would have happily split a bag of dicks. I'm happy to take the L when we perform like that. Take the shitty mistakes out, we win. Don't be happy to take an L. Come on, man. Don't be that guy. Special K Online sent this tweet. This is a, it's a visual one for you. It's going to show you the screen. Yeah. Rugby League hash come tribute hash explosion hash can't count past 10 at Valentine Holmes. <laughs> Get better. You can fuck my missus. I love you. And he's put a, attached a, a picture of his laptop. <laughs> <coughs> running OS 10 from the look of it with um, a, a naked from the top up woman on the screen and liquid all over the screen which is obviously supposed to you know, simulate a certain look, thing I'll tell you what but if it's that thin you're not going to get anyone pregnant in your lifetime let me tell you you know my friend you need to eat more radishes <laughs> because I'm concerned about your volume I'm just concerned about the just the load in general. I don't think there's any swimming, nothing swimming in there. The other thing, <laughs> if you need some repairs done on your Mac, <laughs> I know a guy <laughs> who won't who won't put it under a black light or ask any questions. Funnily enough, there is an official policy for dealing with things that have been dropped in a toilet or stained with bodily fluids. Okay. And that is, they are within your rights to give it back to you and tell you to fuck off out of the store. They're not handling it. <laughs> but how do they know unless you tell them? People do. People bring their iPhones in and say, oh, can you get someone to have a look at my phone? And that's what they have. A, they actually yeah. have a procedure of they ask questions before they yeah. take it yeah. to find out if it's been dropped in a toilet or not. Yes, yeah. So if you're smart, you say, like, you know, just fell in the sink. It was on the side of the sink when I was having a shave or something. Yeah, you know, that's like, it. Which is, you know, probably less objectionable for them dealing with it than mm. dumping the toilet. Something about sending a biohazard through the post or yep. whatever. Yep. 
Yeah. There you go. Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs, 40, defeat the Brisbane Broncos, 14. ANZ Stadium, just over 15,000 in attendance. The Doggies tries the T-Rex, a double to Cassiano, a hat-trick to Brett Morris. David Clement also with a try. Kerrit Holland, 6 of 7 conversions. And uh, the Broncos, 14, tries to Oates, Milford and Roberts. Parker, 1 of 3 conversions. And that's it. Oates, first try scorer. Mm-hmm. He's back. Back. He is back, and, I, and instantly I always think of Sam like when, when, when he gets the first try score. Corey Oates, he's good. We had a chat with him. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of things. A, he wasn't scoring first tries, uh, and B... Not nearly enough first tries. Well, he'd, he'd gone down in value. We weren't getting the return on him. Yeah. Um, so thankfully, after a couple of phone calls, he agreed to, to go a couple of weeks. Rectify his sports bet and super coach issues. Without, without scoring the first try. Yep. Um, he agreed to, to not score them, um, so we held off on betting. Yep. I don't know whether this counts as a betting scandal or Yeah, you're not directly employed fixing. by, by like the not, NRL or their associates. So. Yeah, I'm not match-fixing. <sighs> I'm first try-fixing. That's not a match. Yeah, that's still, that's, that's still some Ryan Tandy shit right there. <laughs> that still counts as spot-fixing, my friend. Um, fucking good on him. He was back to back to 850 last week, but um, fucking degenerate that I am, <laughs> I shouldn't know that. Um, yeah, it's real off the bed. <laughs> what is he? What's he this week? <laughs> I haven't looked. I'm back to blind faith. I'll this, be this game was just like not all, you know, not all of it. Like from like this point about probably 10, 15 minutes in the second half, this was like the Broncos were getting fucking handled like newborn babies. Yeah, they couldn't do a fucking yeah. thing about it, and it was delightful. Even though it was the dogs doing it, it was just it was delightful yeah. to see the lost looks on their faces. Like they they just didn't know what to do and didn't have an answer for it. They couldn't do it. And and this was a dog side who, for most most of the game, chose a poor or just completely wrong fifth tackle option. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what's going on in their halves at the moment. I, am I wrong, or has, has is, is it only recently that Embi's become this non-kick? He's like the the kicking Gandalf. I think he's. I th- like he's had a couple of shockers. It feels it feels like it feels like he's just he's just massively rocked. Confidence, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, um, that's, it, that's, the, way, that's the way I see it. Um, and and for for Canterbury to stand up the way they did, completely on the back of their forwards. Oh, their forwards just decide, fuck this. You know, you know, if the halves aren't going to play them, then we'll fucking be halves. Like that, and that that Cassiano try. <laughs> like, there's, there's a, you know, and this there are a couple of good tries this week. Yeah, yeah. For mine, that try yeah. is better than the. The triple somersault yeah, yeah. Superman, um, just because of the complete and utter lack of right he had to yeah. score that try. But um, it was even like the same, like the Clemmer one was the same, where he sort of just sort of charged into the teeth and sort of like turned around, didn't he? And then oh, was, it, it, was that his try? Yeah, when he yeah, sort of turned around backwards and just sort of ripped his way free, and all of a sudden, exactly. the line was and there, and he's you know. Yeah, over, but again, it's, it's that like I was saying, it's that effort thing. Yeah, it's that fact of whereas most forwards would have gotten that pass and they would have for some reason run at a body yeah yeah you know and, and not a small body to try and knock over they would have picked the biggest bloke near him and yeah. run straight into him yeah um, he ducked and weaved and spun and dragged yeah I forget who it was but somehow got his way through him, and then yeah piggybacked him over the line he was fantastic great return from Brent Morris I'll tell you that that try like well, that long range try I didn't think he it looked like he was getting reeled in but kind of not and it's, those ones are really fucking weird. They don't obey the laws of physics. It's like he's clearly running much slower than the guys pursuing him, but they're just they're sort of not they're not closing for some yeah. reason. Like, it's strange. Um, but the, look, the, the thing for the dogs is when when they play like that, 
Yep. That's how I'd love to see the dogs play every week. I th- I, I've got to be. Got I've, I've got to believe that that's the the plan, though. That's like the optimal oh, no, plan. No, that's you know? it. But yeah. the, you know, that's what their forward pack is put together for. Yeah. Those guys are put together to get out there and just physically dominate anyone they come but up against. Pop a ball at the end of it too. Exactly. Every time, and a know? good a good selective ball, you know. Yeah. But um, no, well, well done. You, you look at Brisbane. Um, like the, they're obviously the team this year that's going to be hurting from Origin. I think last year, from memory, it was Melbourne. Melbourne, you know Melbourne what? Copped it during the Origin I, period. I don't even think um, it's Origin. I honestly think it's the injury to McCulloch, and I think that resolves itself. And I think that we'll see an immediate difference. I'm not saying they're going to start winning and being their best again, but I guarantee you, you put him in that side. Oh, they're, and they're, they're, they're a different football side. They're a winning side again. I don't think that you know a, a different number nine would have necessarily won them this game. Maybe not not this game, but this uh, game they were in this game for a fucking long time. I mean, like it was only like what was it like? Was it fourteen four at half time or put, put ten this, four? Put like, it this yeah. way, he he would have been involved in tackles. Yeah, but his involvement, McCulloch's involvement, wouldn't have been stopping these Canterbury guys. No, but I think it's more. I think it's on. more getting them going in in attack. And like, and honestly, you, you asked me, you asked me about Andrew McCulloch, and I wouldn't, you know, I don't, I, it's not like I rate him especially highly, or but clearly he plays a role on the Broncos side. From a hook's point of view, all you've got to do is give good and quick and accurate mm-hmm. service. Yep, that's all you need. To. Eddie and Zed, dogs far too good for us. Injuries in Origin, no excuse for some very soft defence that need to be smarter with our bench. Uh, ben R forty seven, nothing better than seeing a bunch of props pile on a bunch of tries against Brisbane. <laughs> He's the try fetish person. GT351 underscore John's great entertaining game. Sucked in Broncos. Outclassed and outplayed you dweebs. So that tweet's straight from the fucking uh, best of Saved by the Bell. Um, <laughs> um, I was going to say something else. Like fucking... Yeah, do you see Adam Blair? Had as an article through the week, Adam Blair. He's another was, one that's fucking 250 games. Yeah. yeah like, man, he's played many years in the Storm. You yeah, know, like, Very know. successful years in the Storm. Yeah. Well, and that's it. To me, all the, got the jet skis and all shit the fucking... And, all the Storm years just blend into like yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah. I think. But uh, he's he's in a form slump apparently and um, and it's, and it's he attributes it to to the, the harsh comments made by Gordon Tallis about him. Did he actually say that or is that an extrapolation by That's me extrapolating. That's me. In the media. Well, that's... that's there was an article today or yesterday about yeah. it and basically yeah why would you ever fucking say that I, look, that I, dialer quote doesn't need any more mandate to speak shit here's my <clears throat> I, I saw this uh, in passing on Twitter I didn't yep. get involved in the conversation but it looked like they were saying that someone on Triple M had like he'd said that and he sort of like half said something that alluded to that and they've honed in on it and, yeah, yeah. and really sort of focused on that when it wasn't the point he was trying to make at all I don't think it should have even um, been mentioned in the. You know what I mean? Like if if some if some media mouthpiece comment gets to you, yeah, don't ever fucking. You can't let them see you fucking well, hurt. Let, let's mate. be frank. Brisbane didn't buy him for his ability to do quadratic equations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they bought him for his ability to fucking chicken wing people. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, Just don't. You don't tell. No. You don't let them. I mean, like Gordon Tallis does not need any fucking more encouragement to be a. Idiot, 
fucking gronking, gronking off. Yeah, it, yeah no, at, it's at all. Gold Coast Titans. Well, sorry, Canberra Raiders thirty defeat the Gold Coast Titans twenty-two at Hope Solo Coliseum. Crowd of just over twelve and a half thousand in attendance, or so they say. Uh, Canberra Raiders their try is going to uh, Vaughan a double to Croker. Branko Lee also with the double. Croker four or five conversions and a penalty goal. The Titans twenty-two a double to McDonald. Uh, Chris McQueen and Ryan James also with tries and Tyrone Roberts three or four conversions. Yeah, I think the Titans were unlucky here. They um, they executed fairly well, uh, and and just looking at at stats, you you would have expected them to to come out and beat beat most teams. But but Canberra are I can't believe I'm going to say this to the credit of Ricky Stewart, playing like a team that have a little bit of belief in themselves and and playing a little bit like a unit. Um, it it was a, a battle of attrition as well. You know, I, I can't remember the last time a team lost. Both at centres, yeah, you know, so early in the game and, and so close together, and obviously losing one of your your non-forward positions um, hurts more as you don't cover for them on the bench. But uh, you know, the Whiten's having a a decent season. You know, he's not not breaking any records and, and not going to be a, a rep player, but um, he's he's playing with a little bit more bit more confidence. And he had two very very good passes. You know, from from a fullback that, that led directly to tries. Yep. So uh, Ryan James at least continued his try scoring, barnstorming run. Yep. He he's gonna he's so like missed his nudie run for the next ten years. Yeah. Based on forward scoring rates. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. But apparently uh, Woodsy's on his. But uh, who would know? Because he just wrapped himself in his glorious fucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got an injury on my cock, so I have to wear this bit of tape around it. So you can't. <laughs> I have to wear this uh, this giant long hippie haircut, looking like fucking cousin it. That's why he's growing his hair. Yeah. He knows up. he's not going to score yeah. a try. Covering up his nudie run shame. Fucking modesty. Science, man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking magnets. <laughs> but um, the the bottom line camera did a, a very good job of just starving the Titans of possession. Yep. You know, the, the Titans were executing well, uh, and Canberra just managed to keep the ball away from them so that that execution didn't turn into points. And I'm sad to say there was not a single fucking tweet <laughs> uh, on this game. From what I could tell, uh, I, I did like a double, tri- triple check, and I just think that, uh, yeah, people were just far more excited about the, the, the bookending games around it uh, being, you know, the Broncos won. And uh, and then, of course, the uh, the match of the round is, you know, on Channel 9 with the, you know, the Tigers won. Yep. Um, <clears throat> the Melbourne Storm 29 defeated the West Tigers 20 at Amy Park. Crowd just under 14,500. The Storm 29 came with a double to Felice Kafusi. Torhu Harris and uh, Corabetti also tries. Um, Cameron Smith, 4-4 conversions, a couple of penalty goals. Cronk with the field goal. And Tigers 20 tries to Tedesco. Tedesco, Brooks, Simona, and Nofaluma. Two or four conversions for Mitchell Moses. Look, it, um, I think it was very, very nice of the, the Tigers to, in the honour of uh, our dear friend Glenn. They played the first half like a team that had Cogger, Senior, and Junior in it <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. Um, yeah, it was an interesting game of football, and and it was simply the experience of the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, and also, um, I also feel cr- like it's the, the origin, the the origin, you know, Definitely. thing there that actually allowed the the Tigers to kind of get their nose back in, and of course, you know, Tedesco, genius as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, and let's not let's not underestimate the the experience that Munster brings to the team yep. as well. Um, he's <laughs> proven to be a a very very needed yeah number one. Replacement for Beery. 
Um, yeah, uh, he's he's gone. Yeah. I don't think we'll see him in a jersey again. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Um, he, yeah, he doesn't need to subject himself to any more. No, he doesn't. And he, he's obviously slotted in. He's getting the the whisper microphone jobs in the dressing room for, yeah. for State of Origin, yep. and they'll moving on to the next phase of his career. They'll have him at, at Queensland commentary. Can't be any fucking worse than Brett Finch. But, uh, <laughs> Brett Finch. Jesus fucking Christ. The the cow uh, cowboys the storm looked uh, a little like at the beginning of the year. You know they they were just again that that little half pace off yep. looked uncharacteristically lost at times. Um, and well done for the tigers to for just not being completely head fucked. Yeah, because it could have been it. Look, it was looking like fifty. You know, uh, at, if, at point there. Look, if if a Penrith comes out or a St George comes out and puts twenty on you in the first little while, then teams are going to have belief that they can come back. Yeah. When the storm come out and put twenty on you in the first half, yep. you you almost go and, and just get the KY jelly yourself and just to make <laughs> the night a little easier. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> look, it's going to happen. Uh, you know, I'm not condoning it, but mm. <laughs> it is my perfectly within my rights yeah. to at least make it less painful on myself. What what I'd be hoping for if I was Tigers <clears throat> fans moving forward is that you could have more than a zero sum total out of your your star players. Yep. You know, so when you look at your halves, well, okay, for, for every brilliant sensational flick pass they throw, yep. they're not throwing one that goes forward. And fuck, there are a lot of forward passes called in this game against yeah. both sides, which was good to see. There's a couple of weren't called um, too in the first half. Yeah, some, uh, <laughs> I did see, see something on Twitter about that. <laughs> yeah, just and, a little uh, bit. Shook my phone onto my fries because they, they weren't quite salted enough. Yeah. <laughs> You know the 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 sort of players, and and that's where you can ask to take a chance. <clears throat> yep. You know when you when you look at at the greats uh, of of the game, they were the ones who took the chances, and they don't always come off. Yep. But as long as they can get to a stage where they're coming off more times than they don't, um, then then they're they're going to be remembered as as good players. You know, for the the fewer times you can kick it out on the full, yeah, the better. Stuff like that. Yep. Um. The Storm, obviously. Their, their forwards are full of effort. They're all fairly scared of Bellamy. Um, God help them after their second-half performance. Yeah. But it, it's just Fucking that leadership ring. experience of, uh, of Cronk and Smith. I think he would have been happy to get away with the win in the end, but, uh, yeah, he would have had plenty to say about the second half. Mm. Uh, Ma underscore Aaron. Uh, I knew it was a bad sign when Woodsy took the field with one of those sleeping masks on his head. His hairstyle and his, you know, <laughs> accompanying choices. He's take a good fucking look at himself, especially if he wants to be the captain of the state. Come on, mate. Look, take a leaf out of Ryan James. How many tries has Aaron Wood scored this year? You tell me. All sports, sports matter while you're talking. Uh, Matty McP, 25. Somehow this will all be Robbie's fault. Wally Frogmore. Jason Taylor always has a look on his face as if he walked in on his parents boning. <laughs> <laughs> MMJ Eagle, 23. Ryan Morgan leaving the L's to sign with Melbourne brings back memories of Charlie finding the golden ticket. <laughs> Fucking oath. Um, <clears throat> Monday night foot bitch. The North Queensland Cowboys 30 defeat the mighty Manly Seagulls 26 up at 1300 Teeth Stadium in front of a crowd of just over 15,500. Pretty good crowd for Monday night, really. Um, Cowboys 30, a double to Tamalolo. Winterstein, Coote and Tamal with tries. Thurston, 5 of 5 conversions. Uh, Manly's 26 had tries to Daly Cherry Evans. Vave, Fanua Blake with the double, wife beating cunt. Lewis Brown, tries and um, Jamie Lyon, 3 of 4 conversions. And uh, Dylan Walker missed with his uh, crucial goal-kicking difference in this one. Um, 
What's the fourth place age? Before we get into it. Yep. Aaron Woods, shit cut hairdo. Mm -hmm. Zero total tries. Ryan James. Cropped it, kept it neat. You know? Yep. He he could walk off the field, into the board meeting, and no one would say, who the fuck are you? The methadone clinic's down the street. Yeah. Um... You know, he's uh, really... We don't want to buy any of your patchouli, you fucking hippie we told you already. There's no hawker <laughs> sign on the fucking door. <laughs> no, I don't need my car window cleaned. <laughs> Just fuck off. Um, yeah, so, Woodsy, get a haircut and get a real job. And and get real success at the end of that. Mm. I mean, we're doing it. We're saying it for your own good, mate. It's mm. a go. Um... Yeah, again, the, the Cowboys are, are always going to be a formidable opponent uh, after Origin or not. Yeah, so they got the benefit of a pretty good turnaround too. I mean, the best turnaround any Origin player got. Yep. Um, and th- this game was was a combination of two things. I think Manly played much better than they have in recent, uh, recent weeks. Only in the second half, though. Uh, and the first half was dead set template <laughs> copy of fucking recent weeks. And and the Cowboys were, were obviously you know stinging from Origin. That, that takes a lot out of you and and yeah they're, they're a little bit down on form even they're non-origin players like Coot had an uncharacteristically yeah poor game yep um, and under a couple of high balls and yeah I don't know what the reason for that was it's, it's winter time maybe he had fucking man flu and maybe it's too cold or you know you've got temperature dip below 15 degrees up there in Townsville <laughs> yeah froze his lands <laughs> he's already forgotten about what it's like down in fucking the Blue Mountains hobos in North Queensland <laughs> rejoice they can finally wear their fingered gloves instead of their fingerless um yeah from Manly's point of view you look across that team and again there are guys trying their absolute guts out it makes me think I had a theory earlier in the season, and it seems to be bearing out, is that I think that the fucking effort in that side singularly and only emanates from Daly Cherry Evans. He is the will to win in that side, and yeah. unfortunately injures himself trying to do everything himself. However, games where he's there trying to do everything himself generally are the ones where he drags the other fucking lazy cunts along with him yeah. and uh, makes shit happen like... You know, he scored a scored a good try. One of those fucking tries, like I was saying with the Brett Morris one, like the, the, the clearly getting run down, but somehow he managed yeah. to score without a hand touched on. You know, hand yeah. laid on him in the end. Um, he, you know what? He he's a decent one to to throw a tenner on every every game he plays to score a try. Try any time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, look, effort wise, and just from an outsider's perspective, you know, he he's obviously obviously full of it. You've got um, Toddy Turbo. Comes out and Tommy, both turbos are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the the one Bureau as well is, is also. Yeah, your um, your little hooker Parcel. Well, he's injured, so. Um, yeah, but you know when he's playing. Yeah, he's, you know, yeah. You, you've mentioned before they look a different a different team yeah. on the field. Yeah, yeah. You know, one, one thing it was something I, I said. Varve, is my favourite at the moment. A bit of a, he's the is he the new George Rose? No, because he's actually good. <laughs> Got a chip on him. <laughs> He's got a chip on him. Yeah, well, I mean that was a fucking stupid thing. I mean, like last touch of the game, you know, a it shouldn't go to Varve, and b Varve doesn't fucking dump it to someone who's going to do something like spread it or something. Back yourself, son. Well, he's thrown some. He's thrown some fucking good passes up. and offloads. I mean, he has yeah. got an offload at him. He'd, he'd actually fit in really well with the Canterbury pack, to be honest. It's but um, 
No, I love I love Arbe. But um, you know the the one the one player that seems most out of place, in my opinion, is uh, Snake at the back. Oh, I thought Adam Fanua Blake because his wife being cut and has no business playing first grade rugby. Oh league. no, absolute fucking cut yeah. individual, <laughs> and should be being scraped off a sidewalk somewhere. His two his two but, tries actually don't count, so the Cowboys actually had a good win. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't close at all. <laughs> um, it. Uh, you know, some, something said about Corey Parker last week where, you know, a lot of people were surprised that he retired and we were talking about the fact that Corey Parker was the, the last remaining link to that that glory era yeah, of yeah, Brisbane. Yeah. Um, Brett Stewart is probably the last remaining link to the glory days at Manly. Yeah. If you, Daly Cherry Evans won the, you know, won the Clive Churchill. Yeah, he did, he, but he, he... Oh, no, sorry, Glenn Stewart won the Clive Churchill. Like, no, yeah, Glenn Stewart won. No, but Dale Cherry's played... He was part of the, the team, yeah. but he was never one of the, you know, those those bros for life. We're always yeah. best mates and walking along with their fucking hands in each other's back pockets like cute couples do. <laughs> um, it, it almost looks as... And let's let's be frank, you enjoy working in a place more if you like the people that you work with. Yeah, I actually think I think I actually think it's probably more worried about something else. To be honest, I, th- I, I, I can't really say, I can't really okay, speak about enough. it because it's all allegedly. But uh, I, I think, I mean, I, th- I, I would be very happy if they close the close the book. I don't want to see him, you know, like playing reserve grade or anything like that. Maybe just fucking yeah, ease the way. Yep, they had a good run. Take some time off to sort out your personal shit because I think that he still has a lot to offer. However. Not in the current, you know, sort of frame of I'll mind, what, sort of thing. Until it's clarified further, <laughs> we'll just run with a story that he has AIDS. Yeah. And well, I mean, he, he seems to have AIDS of AIDS of his intent at the moment. He's currently looking for a you know culturally prejudiced lawyer to take on his case <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to right the wrongs of the employer. <laughs> um, it's a plotline of Philadelphia. <laughs> I know. Okay. Why does it have to bring up Philadelphia every week? It feels like every week is Philadelphia week. <laughs> I think it's like, I mean, is it because we're like it's more of a there's more of like a predisposition to like you know going to AIDS is like you know the the bad thing that we wish or someone has or something. I don't. I don't know. So every week's Philadelphia week though on this show. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying. To, like I've seen a lot of the fan base going like, oh, you know, great effort, guys. You know, but I'm sorry. They lost that game just like they lost by 40. I mean, the first half was terrible. And I hate that this... this I mean, I love when the, when a team shows that, that they've got this will to win. And no doubt about it, they did show that. But I also hate that they have to get, like, 18 behind before they even fucking, like, a gear kicks in where they, mm. you know, get the urgency where, like, oh, we've got to fucking make something happen. You know what? The teams that win, they start like that. And they go on with it. And they do that for 80 minutes. And guess what? They win because they play with desperation from start to finish. Mm. It's great. I mean, I'm sure it's very soothing to your to your your your, your rashy vagina. Uh, you know that it was only four points instead of you know you probably thought it'd be fifty on you know in Townsville after Origin on a Monday night. JT blah blah blah. That's great. What they did was they exceeded the, they exceeded your expectations on the on the margin. It's still a loss. Still not good enough. Still a results-driven business, and losing by four is exactly the same result as losing by 40. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> except mediocrity, and you may as well be a fucking West Tigers fan. Except that four and against counts for ladder position. 
important. So losing by four is very different to losing by 40. Well, it's not very different at all because, I mean, it's still two points. If you don't get two points, I mean, it doesn't matter about what you fucking... You no. can't even start talking about four and against. But if you lose your last spot in the eight by 10 points, no, nah, you won't make... You won't even get that close. You've got to get there first. You've got to earn <laughs> yeah. the two points to get in the position where you're talking about four and against. And guess what? Earn enough two points... And I know this is a fucking, this is a dynamic concept, and I'm sure that rugby league coaches around the country are going to take, or coaches in any sport that has an organised table, they're going to take this on board. But if you win enough games, I'm going to blow your fucking mind here. If you win enough games, you don't need for and against to get into the finals because you've got enough points and you're entrenched in the finals. I know this is a radical concept. I could smell the facetiousness <laughs> as it was cooking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or as Lemon say, I see that stupid look on your face, I know where you're going. <laughs> so so look, yeah, don't accept mediocrity, don't be a West Tigers fan. I mean, like that's hedging things to try and pick positives out of stuff that's it's a, it's human it's a natural human instinct I, I get that but uh, you know you can credit them on the better effort but certainly I mean don't it's not like it's some kind of fucking moral victory or something like that I mean they had the they had the lead with like you know probably about you know 17 minutes to go um, they didn't have to concede two quick tries. I mean, they got themselves, they got another one back and made the grandstand finish. But look, they had the lead. They could have held the lead. They didn't. Um, great to come back from you know a large halftime deficit. But that's that's all it was. And for Noah Blake, I, I, I hate those conflicted feelings. So well, it's not even conflicted. It's just like fucking hate the guy. He's got no business being in first grade. It makes me sick when people are like, oh my god, fucking AFB is, you know, he's going to be so great for the side in the years to come. Uh. It's not fucking finding Dory, motherfuckers. Yeah. You got human memories. Little fucking blue tang memories. Fucking dude beat the fuck out of his missus and was you know, found guilty of it and there's no dispute about what happened. Yep. I mean, and, and, and I'll just show, <laughs> taking a hard line on Louis and the rest of it and continue to take a hard line on this guy and I dare say, you might say that no. Willie Army is a fucking curse, but let me tell you, this guy's been, they signed this guy too. Yep. Maybe it's maybe it's fucking uh, for Noah Blake Hammer. Can I just put it out there mm-hmm. that um, the last time you guys played the Cowboys mm-hmm. was in round nine, mm-hmm. Saturday the thirtieth of April, mm-hmm. when uh, Jamie Luganis did his fucking swan dive. <laughs> Manly have not won a game since that dive, so he's categorically proven <laughs> scientifically. That he is the cause of you not winning games. If that's true, though, they won't win this week, and they won't win next. Like they won't win again. If it's true. No. Not at all. I'm not saying that. Oh yeah. But this scientifically proves that it was his fucking dive that angered the footy gods, and they've fucked you, and you've been fucked until you played the Cowboys again. Oh, so now you're saying that what now? It's like fucking. Like that's it, the debt's paid, and now we're going to win every game. No, I'm home. hedging. What you're going to do is you're going to hedge, and I'm you're going to say next week, and you're going to come up with a fucking option, no matter what happens it'll next week. Continue, or it's gone full circle till you've played the Cowboys again, and you've learned your lesson. And either way, you'll have a way to die into the dive. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the real Cambo '96. I haven't heard from Cambo in ages. Fanua Blake hit the whole... I've got to get the fucking spelling right here. You threw me off with your misspelling there, sir. Fanua Blake hit the hole almost as hard as the piece of shit hit his missus. Hashtag white ribbon. Mm. Hashtag never violent, never silent. Very good. Mario Siegs. The Turbros just keep getting better. In a couple of years, their younger brother will graduate and we'll have the Turbri. And at that stage, they'll all start playing like Matautias. 
Well, they could be, yeah, like, I'd like to think it'd be more like 2014 Burgeye. Like, or like, if, you know, pretty much Morris's Forever. Well, yeah, they seem to be a re- operating yeah, a reasonable level. two of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. fuck, there's like a thousand Burgeyes, and there's, but this format's out here. So we can't, you they're know. four. Yeah. Fuck. I'm just trying to, don't ask me what they're all called. Sioni, Chanel, Peter. <laughs> there's a fucking another one, I'm sure of it. <laughs> Jamal. Is one of them a Jamal? <laughs> Bruce. <laughs> um, Chad Matautia. <laughs> he's, pl- he's playing Harold Matthews, I believe. Unky <laughs> uh, D. I expect this game to be the NRL equivalent of Mike Tyson taking on Stephen Hawking. I hate losing, but that was a solid effort. Uh, you didn't specify what, contest, what contest. I mean, I'm sure in a, in a battle of the intellects. Stephen Hawking would be a, a, a sizable victor. It is completely possible that Mike Tyson doesn't think to look down and Hawking just drives his wheelchair straight into his hairy beanbag. <laughs> and then he, as he's car- on the ground, he just starts backing over his head and eventually <laughs> knocks him out. <laughs> or he's got like some kind of you know self-defense mechanism in the thing where he can just drop a thing like dong. What was that, what was that TV show where they, they used to make the robots have wars? <laughs> you were almost gonna answer. I was doing the, I was just, I was doing the motion like you fucking know what it was called. Oh, the Hawking's just got like a flamethrower. I mean, like if you had a wheelchair, why wouldn't you? It's like. What James you, Bond that shit what do you have to be like you, this, what, do you, what do you have to be like this, this victim I mean, why do you make shit so you can like you know, stealthily just, 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 just take out the able body depressors whenever you feel like it <laughs> just put a missile up something <laughs> you just got shot don't blame me you got shotguns that come out at knee level and then a tattoo gun comes out of the back of it opens their shirt and tattoos welcome to my world on their chest <laughs> Why are you looking at me? <laughs> I control this chair with a straw. Uh, where are we? Um, ben R47. I know he's young, but after seeing his past few games, I think Tom Turbo Tom is ready for Origin. No, he needs to put some mass on. He's like a baby giraffe it's out there. It's Toddy Turbo, not Tommy Turbo. Was it Toddy? Because he's the reincarnation of Todd Burns. Why is he reincarnation of Todd Burns? That's just crazy talk, man. No, it's not. You're full of shit. It's fucking run down by... Look, oh, it'd be was... run down by Stephen Hawking. Anti-robot wheelchair. <sighs> this again. Fucking... You... I, I, I agree, Mario Seas. Where did I find this grog? <laughs> uh, at Hammers, H4MMERZ. You kind of have to feel for Barrett. He's been thrown into a dumpster fire. This season was always going to be diabolical, and injuries haven't helped. It's not like me to throw support at Manly, and fuck them as a club, I just feel for Barrett. Oh, good. You can fucking have him as your assistant coach for Neil Henry next year. Previews. Okay. So we're going to blast through these because fuck me, the three hour... The three-hour people have already fucking warming up the lube in their hand right now. I mean, that is that is expecting it. You know, it's foreplay right now. They think it's going to go that far, but I'm sure it was not. Uh, previews, we kick off a Thursday night. Sydney Roosters take on Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. Now, look, in theory, this Roosters outfit is one of, not full strength, but it's one of the better lineups that they've put together this yeah. year. I think Doggies, short turnaround. Roosters, Roosters off a bye. 
if you're looking for an upset, this could be your upset for the round. Mm. Having said that, though, if the doggies play like they did last week, not fucking smash them. But yeah, if, if the doggies are affected by a short turnaround and being a, a big, big team, that that's likely. This week has to be off week um, too, I guess. Yeah, because last week was on as fuck. Then, <laughs> you know, then you'd, you'd pick the roosters. Um, yeah. But if the dogs come through and and have the attitude of last week, then then they absolutely destroy this roosters pack who who aren't playing with a lot of confidence at the yeah, moment. Yeah, look, I, I'm still I'd still tip the doggies, but I think if you're looking for a smoky, yeah, you know it's it's possible. Home court has no advantage because roosters fans, yep. are shit. Yeah, you know, eight thousand people in a sea of forty thousand seats is, is you know, positive, negative. This atmosphere. Yeah. Um, Broncos take on the storm at Suncorp Friday night. Their preferred time slot. Bit of a rest after the old Origin mm. thing for both sides. You'd think that after the last performances by both teams, the the coaches would be very disappointed, and they're both coaches who, if they weren't playing each other, you'd definitely pick both of these sides. Yeah. This week. Um, I think if uh, Eddie plays at the back and... Fuck, why didn't I think of that? We were having a massive Twitter thing about Goonie Gugu. Yeah. And Ed Murphy. Yeah. Saying that, you know, can we please trade Ed Murphy to, to Melbourne? So they've got Ed <laughs> Murphy playing next to Goonie Gugu. <laughs> yeah. No. They've got a Munster at the back who could be Eddie Munster. Yeah, but Munster's not named. Yeah, I know. So I suspect he's gone again. Mun- Munster plays, I think, Melbourne win this easily. McCullough's um, back. I've got to put my money where my mouth is. <laughs> Broncos win. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go the Storm on this one. Next up, we have the Warriors versus Titans uh, Saturday afternoon over in New Zealand, Mount Smart Stadium. And uh, this one. Look, the Titans have a very good record of uh, losing teams that are, that are above them on the ladder. They have a very good record of winning you know, teams below them. That sort of thing is something that I look at when, you know, we talk about the Titans and, you know, their chances for, you know, glory overall. Like they're they're doing they're doing well so far what they got, but there's there's clearly a there's a disconnect at that level. Now I mean on the ladder I don't think the Warriors the Warriors are ahead of them on the ladder at all. But no. um I feel like the Warriors have been becoming more of that team the team that, you know, we thought that they would be at the start of the season. Like no. over over the last little bit they seem to be performing better, more consistently yep. Uh, winning games they should win, um, and I think this is one of them, especially over in New Zealand. Warriors also have a history of putting some points on the Gold Coast. Yep. You know they they are a team that can can put a big score on people. Yeah. Um, but the the Titans that have have copped a, a fair few hidings from them. I think if the Titans can execute the way they did against Canberra, and with the Warriors prone to the mistakes that they are. Well, if they have a rocks game, then yeah. Um, but the only thing I give a fuck about in this game is that Ryan James continues his scores a try, barnstorming try scoring streak, rips three points out of the out of the judges. Exactly, and in in this game is the danger man Sean Johnson. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, look if the, if the Gold Coast can get a win, I think Ash Taylor he's named here, but I don't think he's playing. Did I see something today saying that he won't be playing? Well, if, friend, friend if that's retired, a, not. Yeah, he's retiring end of year though, isn't he? Is he end of year? Or is he immediate? Oh, I think it's end of year. Well, he's playing. He's in the seventeen. Jeez. Uh, but given that would have been named Tuesday, and he announced it today. Yeah. And it, well, no, I think he, it was, he announced it yesterday, though, didn't he? I think it was head knock related. 
Because he said a couple of times recently that if you got another Nolke, right. you So uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure I saw something today saying Ash Tail wasn't playing. If that's the case, that really does change things a lot. I mean, A, it opens up the you know, opens up the field on the Titans side for Ryan James to claim his, his three points. But I think it also even more points does that bring to the sexy Warriors eyes into it? I'm not sure. Because that could sure. be a uh, deciding factor. Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm feeling even more comfortable now with uh, tipping the Warriors. West Tigers take on the Penrith Panthers Saturday afternoon, ANZ Stadium. And uh, I believe that uh, you have a taco bet on for this game. I do. For El Loco at the end of the year, mm. uh, with the biggest tiger. He's, uh, he's looking for his second free taco of the year. So, yeah, best of, best of luck, sir, on that one. All he said was, would you like a taco bet on this game? Mm-hmm. So he didn't actually specify who he was betting on. <laughs> so he's betting on the Tigers. You're I'm, betting on the no, Panthers. No, I'm I'm betting on the total combined score being less than a hundred, and he's betting <laughs> on it being over a hundred. So seeing as all he wanted to do is have the bet, I'll name the terms. No, but he did say no. He actually did name terms here that do indicate that it's a win, a straight up win, and plus the thirteen plus is extra avocado for the winner. So <laughs> so, there, steak, so there you have it. You sure, you sure you don't want to make a dollar scratchy? Yeah, I was gonna say, cause I mean, like, and I like it. I mean, that's you know, you, the losers probably up for about four bucks, five bucks, man, hey, something like big that. Big spender. <laughs> it's easy. It's easy way to, to eat for free. I like it, isn't it? Why don't you become a third party sponsor to keep fucking Teddy at your team? Jeez. <laughs> oh, um, no, I've got to put a bit of spice in it. Yeah, you do. a little bit of spice. <laughs> one thing in the you know, Tedesco I'm, versus Moyle in the battle for the Blues number one jersey. Nah, Tedesco by thousand. Uh, you know, one one thing I've said that Penrith have been been lacking all year is that goal line defence, mm-hmm. which I don't think against most teams that'll be an issue. Uh, West Tigers don't score tries on you from your goal line. They they're going to score tries on you from, from goal 30, line. 40 out. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I think we have the players to cover them. Um, and and I I rate our forward pack a, a little bit more highly than I rate West forward pack. Um, is Robbie playing? Bench sixteen is named. Oh, fucking got it. Jeez. Robbie Pick your own the, line. Rob, Thirty Rob, plus to Penrith. Rob, Robbie, hey Robbie, Robbie off the bench is uh, yeah, it seems to be a powerful, a powerful combination. Yeah, that's it. The Sharks take on the L's at Reclaim Australia Stadium. Do they play every fucking game at home? It feels like fucking every game's there. Uh, Saturday night this one. And uh, yeah, look, uh, the Sharks. The L's have got semi semi name. If he's playing, I mean, like. At what point does he have to get here to play this game? I'll tell you what, you know, I'd be pissed off if I was Michael Gordon. I know he's secured his future next year and he's going to the Roosters, yeah. but like that fucker puts in every week. Again, not necessarily the most skillful guy, yeah, but uh, a behaviour player. Yeah. Um, gets absolutely cunted, and then he's got fuckers just not showing up. Yep. So, uh, yeah, Cronulla, put your house on it. Yep. Canberra Raiders take on Newcastle Knights. It's down in Canberra. It's Sunday afternoon. Canberra by a billion. I'm sorry, Knights. You ain't got shit. Yeah. How many they're cramming this week? Two this week in the centres. Look. I think I'd they have looked better I'd, since since they got rid of Sims. I'd, I'd, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It's like different floggings, different wellies. <laughs> I feel bad for you, Knights. Would you rather be raped in the ass or the pee hole? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, all, all in both as the case of the nice week to week. Canberra by a billion. Uh, Rabbitohs take on the Cowboys. Barlow Park. Where the fuck is that? Is that like in like Mackay somewhere? Or? Uh, I'm trying to look. I don't have it in front of us at the park. I don't yeah. have a fucking location. But um, clearly it's just down the park. <laughs> Not a serious game. It was a bye weekend. They organised an informal game with each other. And, uh, yeah, get together to play a bit of footy. Is, is that a typo when they're actually playing in a by-low car park? <laughs> <laughs> Where's this fucking by-low park? It's, it's killing me. The sports facility in Parramatta Park, Queensland? There's a Parramatta Park in Queensland. There's Barlow Park. What's Parramatta Park? Well, Barlow Park is a sports facility in Parramatta Park, near Cairns. Oh, Cairns, okay. I had a feeling it was, like, around, you know, central north Queensland somewhere, but there you go. So... <clears throat> In that case, still Cowboys fucking <laughs> they'll drill them. I mean, I don't think South is so very good. I think there's there's some serious questions around their just their, their application in games. Mm. I mean, they're one of the teams where they haven't been performing, but I also think that you know the effort for very large tracks of game time yeah. hasn't been there. Sam Burgess has turned the cunt level up to eleven this year, and the skill down to about four. Yeah, he certainly had the same. He started off, remember he started the season, like first couple of weeks he was fucking, it was like, oh fuck, Burgess is back and look at that, he's turned south around instantly, it's amazing. Yeah. No, that's, that shit is, uh, yeah, it's come to an end really quick. All of a sudden his mum's had a whisper in his ear saying the, that she actually likes it when Rusty gets rough so now he's tanking. Uh, the, cowboy, the Cowboys are rolling, they're practically playing at home. They, um, the players that, that may have been fatigued following Origin no longer will be. Um, they don't have Morgan back, but that's okay. I mean, they can still roll without him, especially over a team like the Rabbits, who are without their, you know, their premium. Yeah. yeah. What's Adam Reynolds? He's fucking named in the side. This is a bullshit side then. He's not fucking... He cannot possibly be playing. I mean, if he's out for... Did he have some miracle fucking recovery or what? Um, no, I don't know. That's fucking ridiculous. What the... Oh, yeah, I just... I, yeah. yeah, I don't know. He's, he can't be playing. That's got to be bullshit. That's just got to be like a lazy team list submission, right? You would assume be. so. It's got to be. It's got to be. Well, there's Reynolds and Kiri. So, yeah. Fuck. I mean, I don't know. What the fuck's going on there? Oh, sure. I mean, Kiri's like meant to be out of the last Origin. If he's out... There you go. Seven days ago, news item Reynolds could play in Origin 3. He could play. Well, he could play in the fucking game after the Origin. There you go. There you go. Okay, so I guess we'll see what happens. Um, but still, it doesn't make a difference. Still got the Cowboys fairly fairly comfortably, I think. Yeah. I don't think they'll give much trouble. Uh, finally, uh, Monday Night Foot Bitch. Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Dragons at Brookie. And let's see, we got anyone back this week? Oh, still no... Well, we've got an 18th man situation going on there, so I'm not exactly sure who the in-doubt sort of player is. Um, you know, potentially it could be Willie Arn, that'd be fantastic, get him out. Um, how he could be selected in front of anybody fit, I'll never understand. I mean, it was no surprise that he was off in the second half and merely mounted a massive comeback. Yeah. Um, I mean, curses, curse is going to curse, it's just the way it is. Um, Coruscant in nine, he's, he's been okay. Like, you know, he started off in the nine this season and was terrible, but since he had that, that spell in the halves when Cherry Evans was injured, mm. and he actually, you know, did some amazing shit. Like, he seems to have picked up a bit of confidence and sort of getting back to himself a little bit. Um, look, let's put it this way. If you ain't going to win this one, when are you, when you going to win? Probably when you play nice. But, I mean, other than that... <laughs> I mean, it's 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 put up or fuck up time now. I mean, yeah. 
you can talk all you like about you know training well and morale this and it's, but it's a result driven business and if you don't get the result on Monday night I, I seriously it will it will tie the it will tie the longest losing streak I think that the that Ouch. they maybe have ever had or at least in the modern the modern era I yeah. think and for a team that doesn't have losing streaks that's like their losing streaks don't, aren't a patch on other teams' records but it doesn't matter you don't want to fucking break your you know yeah. You don't want to break your own records, um, so Look, the, the Dragons, for for all they're they're lacking this year, um, <clears throat> have had a, a couple of games where when when they showed some belief in themselves, they can can get up and and win. Yep, they got a couple of players playing for contracts. Bungie's off contracts. He's shopping around, I think. Um, I'm not sure you'll find anyone, but Urban Samurai's off contract. He's a lifer, I'd say. Um, Oh man, there's a couple of things I read saying that you know mm. he, he may need to move on. Oof! Just Fact some professional not, not advice, great, I guess. Some yeah. Professional advice, son. Get a fucking haircut before you go to job interviews. Um, oh, and that's just like you know that's that's a shit his fucking dad should have told him, right? No. Well, how can he tell him that if he's not there and or related to his mother? Yeah, fair enough. So, um, yeah, the the with a couple of guys who who can be dangerous when they're playing for contract, you know, contract year Benji's. Jeez, I look at their I look at their bench too much. This is fucking awful. Who's that? Who's bench? Well, got Tarek Sims. Yeah, they got Jacob Host, Dinamis Louie, Jake Marquetto, and Will Matthews. Yeah, eighteen. Yeah. Well, it's not like our bench is amazing, but I mean, it's fun. we've got them covered. Plus the run on side. Honestly, if you're not going to win, mm. I, I pray that they sack Barrett immediately afterwards. Because let's face it, how much how much rope are you going to give someone? I think you've two of no rope. You've zero rope. So, I did. so I was just saying, it's a results-driven business, and I need to. I, and I, I, it, it was in 2015, and uh, and I'd like to think it's in 2016. At the beginning of the year, yeah. Would you put money on the fact that there would be more serious talk about Barrett being sacked before McFadden? Yeah, exactly. No, fuck no. Hell oh, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> and it's funny, like McFadden, he must have come so close to the edge, so close, and then they just got to win, you know, in time and. And they've got a couple since, since, so now he's kind of out of the danger zone. Because I mean, they're not going amazing, but they're sort of winning more than they're losing, and they appear to be trending in the right direction. So yeah. now he's like going, "Ha ha! See, I fucking told you, cuz <laughs> I'm a super coach. I'm the fucking coach. I'm, I'm so oh. amazing at coaching." But yeah, Trent Barrett is it is your final warning from me? And that holds a lot of weight, clearly, because I'm blocked by the club. So <laughs> fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> And that is full time for episode 228. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, so follow at TWI League. We're also on Facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. Hit the like button, share the posts around, all that good shit. Thank you to everyone who does that, by the way. Uh, iTunes. Oh, it's a terrible effort. No new reviews this week, at least in the Australian iTunes store. So, um, no, that's fucking great because there's no silly cunts doing X Factors anymore. Yep. So, if you, wanna, if, if you want your, your stepdad to be sitting here all smug and shit, then keep not putting reviews in there. But, but if you really want to fucking grind his gears, though, nah. get in there and uh, and yeah, they're expected out. Um, 
Supercoach, the Wendells maintain their lead over Ram and Robbo, NZ underscore Magpie 54, Silver Foxes, the Pool Sharks, Fiji and Eels, Bobbers, Too Much Tuners, Dave's Doggies and Ives Seagulls. Uh, tipping, David Kingston. Oh, he's fucking back. He's jumped from like fourth to first. Nice. Um, he's on top, tied on top with Desi's Ducks and Whitey. Uh, then we go one point back to Lemon. Then we got a couple points back to Bulldog, Wixie, JB. And then another one back to Norts and SNS Marla. And another one back to Pud99 and Michael Rothery. So now we're seeing a break of five points from 10th to 1st. So starting to split away a bit. And I see that uh, Lemon, Whitey and David Kingston are the ones who usually, they're usually up there. And once again this year, up there again. Well done, folks. And um, that's it. You finally got a long episode, you motherfuckers. Um, <coughs> I don't have much more to say about that. Go find This Week in MMA on iTunes. Go find Rocks and Diamonds podcast on iTunes. Listen to those too as well if you're in the mood for pop culture shit or MMA slash UFC. Um, and yeah, that's it. Finally, the, uh, the, the plus two hours or the three hour crowd have, have finally fucking had a win. After a couple of weeks of our best intentions. There you go. We've still got Origin 3 coming up yet. That one will be like fucking 45 minutes. Bitches. (laughs) That's it. Go to bed. See you next week.